The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. commemorate a hundred years to the day since some women were allowed to vote. Women over 30 who either owned or were married to men who owned property. Those were the, those were the girls, the ladies, the chicks that were allowed to vote. Uh, so we're playing um, um, a song about a woman being offered um, just a little fill-in employment. Just um, hope that makes you feel good, ladies. Oh, uh, three, four, four. Four, nine, nine, one thousand. That noise you can hear? That's a fan. 
Because it's bloody hot in here, guys. Uh, this is the Late Night Alternative. My name is Ian Lee. Who are you? My name's Catherine Boyle. You can listen to Talk Radio on DAB. You can download the app, or you can listen to us online at talkradio.co.uk. Hey, if you're sat uh, your computers, of course you are, because um, a computer doesn't necessarily... Um, a computer doesn't necessarily mean... You know, what you imagine, a phone is a computer nowadays, isn't it? A phone is a computer. In many ways, yes. Yeah. In all ways. So if you're sat by your computer or your phone, what you can do is you can uh, uh, key in the following... um, uh, uh, www.periscope.tv slash Ian Lee. I-A-I-N-L-E-E is um, the thing. You sounded like the future then. Yeah. Like yep, the yep, future. Yep. But th- this cold is really, really, really um, um, bugging me, man. Mm. It's bugging me. Can I tell you what we'll do tonight? Well, can we do a whole show without any swears in? Now, that'll be easy for me, but Catherine, can you... Um, do you, I, I have a bar of imperial leather, if you'd like to go... Don't, because you know that happened to me. What happened to you in imperial leather? I had to leather? eat soap when I was a kid. Did you? Mm. Did you? Did you really? Yeah, wasn't even for a wasn't even for an A grade swear. I should have made it worth it. What was it you said? I'm not going to say. Here's the thing, right? My mum caught out again. And I'm going to record my mum telling this story. Right? She talks about it when she was about. Well, she was probably about twelve, and so my aunt was about ten. Right? And this, so this would be, um, like nineteen. This would be like nineteen sixty, sixty one or something. Right? And I didn't know this. Oh, 0344 499 1000, by the way. Um, my mum convinced my aunt, who was younger than her, to stand at the, um, at the end of the path on the street outside their house and, and scream at the top of her voice the C word. Wow. The C word. Straight to the C word. Yeah. And Grandad Bill came out, their dad, and gave Pat a clout round the head. And Pat said, no, no. no. Linda told me to say it. He gave her another clap, saying your sister doesn't know words like that. Isn't that outrageous? The C word in 1961. Something that's incredible. I'll record my mum um, telling that story, and um, if when I play it, if you could pretend you haven't heard it. The soap I got was for a different C word, but for the mild C word that you often hear on the television these days. Really? Mm. I didn't have to eat it. I just got it rubbed on my teeth. My mum told me I was lucky because she... And her sister had half a bar each. Could you taste your own lips? Couldn't they? Oh, I've got a throat spray which I'll be using later on. I've got this cold, and I had a, I've been in bed all day, and I had a headache. So I thought I'd try and get rid of it by playing video games. That didn't work. If anything, it made it worse. I haven't seen that in any medical journals. No, I know. I'm I'm um, I'm one for advancing my own uh, scientific theories. Right. Um, and I got this sore throat, and I've got I'm bunged up, and I'm snotty, and oh man, alive! It's just um, so I'm struggling, but we're gonna we're gonna get. I've got no I've got no material for the show today. It's a real just like buzzkill vibe out there in the office. A real buzzkill vibe, um, and um, we, I didn't really find, we didn't really want to watch TV. We watched another The Good Place, and it wasn't funny and. We went and sat in my car for half an hour and watched The Good Place, didn't we? Yeah. Uh, we that was I, quite funny. I worked out we could um, pony off the um, it, Wi-Fi here in the car, plug it in, use my phone, plug it into the um, my uh, surround sound 3D 5.1 um, Dolby speaker system, and 
um, have virtual surround sound. It was quite magical. The mm. sound was great. Um, the vision, small. It was, it was a telephone. Yeah. A computer, if you will. A small computer, pocket computer. Um, so we did that, and then I thought, actually, this is silly. We should go back upstairs. Um, but then I've just... I've just what, I, what I'm trying to say is... Right, what I'm trying to say is I'm, I'm struggling to, to create the vibe tonight. I've, got, I've not got the magic that we've um, had before. So I think what we're going to do, this is what we're going to do, is we're going to have no swearing today. No swearing on the show, OK? It should be, it should be a piece of Peter Piper pick to peck of pickle peppers. Um, so no swearing. Um, but what we're going to do is we're going we're gonna to do... Uh, this is what we're going to do. We're going to do phone-in family favourites. Okay, we're going to do phone. And I just thought of that, and it sounds like I've 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 had that for a long time. I've not. I've just thought of this phone in family favourites. Um, what does that mean? Ian? We're, we're going to play phone in family favourites tennis, right? Okay, I'll go first. So these are genuine things that you can phone in about. Okay, um, <clears throat> so we're going to do. We'll do six. So we'll do three each. Okay. Yeah, go on. So from me, what's your favourite sandwich filling? For me, I like a strong cheddar. And Hellman's mayonnaise. Well, that's my favourite. What's yours? Oh, three four 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 nine nine one thousand. Okay, okay, okay. Phone in family favourites. Okay, okay. Here we go. Who is your favourite grandparent? Ooh. We've all got one. That's why he's your favourite, or she's your favourite. Can I? Can I make an addendum to that? No. Yeah. And why? Well, that goes without saying, Ian. Well, but thanks very much, because some... some of the listeners are a little dim. Who's your fave? Grandparents. And why? And why? Because they just went up and said, uh, Nana Louise, thanks for calling. <laughs> I'd be happy with did that. Did you just fart then? No, I did a funny mouth noise. From your bum? No. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. Okay. I believe it's your turn. Yeah, it is. It's 2018. Okay, yeah. And is that the phone in? Things have phoned in a lot. But things have changed a lot and moved on a lot, OK? Uh, we've got a lady, Doctor Who. I put forward the theory it's time we had a black bond. Oh, I thought it had to, had to be something with a favourite in it. No, of course not. No, it's with the phone-in family favourites. I've misunderstood the no, whole just, concept. It's just it's classic phone-in topics. Oh. Classic phone-in topics. That's what it is. Oh. You can, but, OK. I thought classic phone-in topics was tomorrow. No, 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 no. This okay. is phone-in family okay. favourites. Who, who, OK, all right, we'll put favourite in then. Yeah. Who would be your favourite black bond? Yes. Who would be your yes. favourite black bond? Can and I it, make a suggestion? If anyone calls in and says Idris Elba, you're banned for six months. No, I'm going to say Sir Lenworth of Henworth. OK, yep, 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 OK. Because not only... He's yep. he's black, but yep. also he's older, and I think it's about time we we smashed the um, old ceiling. Well, he um, he smashed the f- no. no. Oh three four 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 nine nine a thousand. Okay, your, My your turn. turn. Your okay. turn. Doesn't actually have to have the word favourite. Yes, in it? it does. Okay. Um, okay. Here we go. The phones are going mental for go. this, by the way. Here we go. Here when I say we... mental, I mean we've got one mental person on the line. No offence, Jonathan. Hello. Yeah, we go. Okay. What's your favourite piece of clothing? Favourite piece of clothing. And why? There we go. You're okay. Okay. And I'm thinking it may be something that your partner hates. Can I make an addendum? I would drop the why from that one. I just 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 get them to tell us their favourite piece of clothing and then hang up. That okay. Could, that okay. Could, that, okay. That works. That's, that's crazy, yeah. but it might just work. All right. Okay. Um, How many are we on to now? We've got four. We want two, two each. Two more, two, we'll do one more each. Okay. Okay. Oh, okay. three, four, 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 nine, nine, one thousand. Okay. Um, so, so far, favourite sandwich filling. Who's your favourite grandparent and why? Who would be your favourite black bond? 
Favourite piece of clothing. Um, should we bring back the death penalty? And what would be your favourite way of killing nonces? And why? <laughs> what? Why the hell not? Should we bring... And why not? And why not? Should we and bring back the death penalty? So that's, that's like a... That's a th- that's a, that's a, like on, sort of on its own, but then it carries on. Should we get the death penalty? But that's not the end of the sentence. Dot dot dot. And what's your favourite way of? What would be your favourite way of killing nonces? And, and why, why not? not? What would be your fave way of killing? I've got a brilliant one. Nonces. Not not a way of killing. Okay. Nonces, but a brilliant suggestion. Okay, go on then. What's your favourite? What was your favourite time? What was your favourite time? There we go. These are great. OK, guys, so this is it. This is what we're doing tonight. We're doing phone-in family favourites. Um, 0344 499 is the telephone number if you want to give us a call. These, these, these are the you ones we've got sure so far. Dan will got an answer. These are, these are the tops. These are the six we've got now. By, by one o'clock, we're going to have 50 favourite fo- family phone-in favourites. We're going to have 50. I nearly said 60 there, so I'm going to say it. We're going to have 60. Oh, gosh. Uh, so these are the ones so far. Your favourite sandwich filling? Who is your favourite grandparent and why? Who would be your favourite black bond? Favourite piece of clothing? Then put the phone down. Should we bring back the death penalty? And what would be your fave way of killing nonces and why not? And what was your favourite time? 03444991000 is the telephone number. I get your call in quick. Um, uh, because because only two people have called in, and, and, and if no one else calls in, we might sack it off and go home early. This is the late night alternative on Talk Radio. Experience the unconventional. Hello. The unpredictable. Don't you think that's a bit weird? And the completely unorthodox. It was my birthday. With rule-free Ian Lee. Uh, I was just trying to generate a bit of content. The late night alternative with Ian Lee. Hate alarm clock. Hate going to work. On Talk Radio. Hey, the phones have gone, um, um, well, we've got four. <laughs> 0344 is the telephone number if you want to give us a call. Uh, let's go to Sarah. Good evening, Sarah. Hiya. 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 All right, that'll do. That's my, that's my, my voice is, my nose is bunged up, my voice is bunged up, my, um, everything is bunged up, well. no swearing. Sarah, what, what of the, the uh, um, what is this feature called? Phone-in family favourites, would you like to yeah. answer? You can answer as many or as little as you want. I've had a bit of a rubbish day, so this is going to cheer me up. Here we go, great. First one, yeah. sandwiches, yeah? Yeah, Sandwich yeah. Pudding. Ready salted crisps, marmite and loads of butter. Now, I'm, of course, listen, um, only, only tell us about the, the, the butter or margarine content if there's none in it, because... Oh, you've got a slather that yellow stuff. Oh, all yeah, over. that's what sticks a sandwich together. Right? Yeah, exactly. Well, well, it's like the the, the 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 butter or the margarine is like the juice. Yes. It's like the juice. Um, but I am a margarine fan because butter is such a faff. Oh no, such a faff. Not much. No, you no. put it. You put it in the microwave, don't you? No, 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 no. Yes. But but this is why I like margarine so much is because they put plastic in it. Oh. That's that's why it's so spreadable because Healthy. it. it ha- Actually has mm. plastic in it. Yum yum. Uh, what was the I, I'm one? quite late as well. I used to laugh at uh, my friends um, that put crisps in their sandwiches, but but Why? I still well because I thought they were weird, um, and I still don't do it myself. But I do like it when you go somewhere to and you order a sandwich, and they think they're being posh by putting a dozen crisps on the plate as well. I do, but I, I won't put them in the sandwich. Why? 
I thought it was posh putting them in sandwich. Oh, so posh. <laughs> so posh, Sarah. It's not, it's, I know. It's not that much. I tell you what I, tell you what I could eat now, right? And this, this is a sandwich, and I don't think this has ever been done before, and I would, I would do this. Go on. A roast dinner sandwich. Oh, not, a ro- not a roast beef sandwich, not a roast chicken sandwich. A roast dinner sandwich. So what With you do, or without gravy? Oh, no, well, this is, this is how I would do it, is you put gravy mm. on it, right? You'd have the roast, the, the, the Brussels, the potatoes, uh, a bit of lamb. You'd need to slice those Brussels. No, no, no. This is what I would... Then what I suggest you do is yeah. then I suggest you put it in a blender. Oh, no. Blend it up. No. Puree it. No. Um, that when I was... I remember when I was... Um, when I was young, like said in the 70s, right, one mm. Christmas at my aunt's, there was a baby there, one of my cousins, a baby, right? So it's less than one years old. It had been born yeah. that year. And on yeah. Christmas Day, they blended up a Christmas dinner I and pureed it for a baby. But the salt! Think of the salt that's in there! I have had blended roast dinner because I had my jaw broken. But were you a baby? No. You don't break a baby's jaw. What kind of life are you leading? I would, I um, I would then market that puree. Mm. Do you remember the fish paste you used to get? Ship in, in, t- in tiny, tiny little tubs. Why were they so tiny? Because yeah. it, it stank. Um, well, I would market um, roast dinner juice. Mm. I would market roast dinner juice. Paste. And you, you, know, could, you, could, you could heat it up if you wanted, or you could just spread it cold. Oh, beautiful. No, heat it up in a sandwich, that's weird. There's a, but, then, yeah. but then the whole process is... The whole thing we talk about is a bit weird. But um, yes. I, I, I... Before we go on, I've just had an idea. Instead of bread, two slices of Yorkshire pudding. <gasps> Have you yeah. seen the Yorkshire pudding pizzas they're doing now? Yeah, Google it. It looks absolutely disgusting, disgusting. but yet wonderful at the so same time. That's a great idea, by the way, Catherine. Yorkshire pudding. That is oh, a great idea. Um, Does anybody, okay. when was the last time you saw an actual human being making <sighs> a Yorkshire pudding? I remember it was a nightmare every Sunday. And my mum my would make the small Yorkshire puddings and they were all right. But then we'd go to my nan's and she'd make the big one and they tasted rank. But it's just Aunt Bessie's now, isn't it? Everyone, no one makes Yorkshire puddings anymore. My sister does, but she's from Yorkshire. Yeah, so. no I've one. made them, but, then, but it's a big faff. Big My other favourite thing is dunking chips into ice cream. I know it's a bit mental, but it's not it's a bit actually because it? you eat um, chips with milkshake, don't you? Yeah, true. Same yeah, thing. You know what? Yeah, same thing. I feel a bit more normal now. So the second one was yeah. that. What was that? Was that the black Idriselba? No, the the um, <gasps> who's no. your favourite grandparent and why? Oh, it's not Idriselba. Oh, I can't do that one. Mine are dead. So back to the James Bond. Did you not like any of them? (laughs) Yeah. Go on. My grandma, Alice, she was lovely. And why? And I miss her so much. Because she was very prim and proper, everything I'm not. And she made the best homemade sausage rolls. And I've, I've never had a sausage roll like she's ever made. That's a good enough reason. Um, Number three, who who would be your favourite black Bond? I've got two. I've got three. Can I have three? Is that, or is that yeah, greedy? sure, why not? Can I have three. Um, Trevor McDonald. Yep. Yes. Anthony Joshua. Okay. Because he's like, he's like the fittest man in the planet. Um, and Idris Elba. No. Nope. Right, cut her that, off. We're um... not having that. Jamie's um, tweeted accidental partridge, because I've typed up the topics for the show. Jamie. 
Uh, accidental partridge is a whole thread about to pop up here for you, and I've replied, except it's not accidental. So accidental re- smart ass. So he's replied. Oh. He's replied, "My God!" So he, but I, and I've just said, "Mate, I, I, I don't think you get the show. <laughs> I don't think you get the show." Sometimes I do do some accidental partridges, and 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 I'm, I'm, you know, if I get called out on it, great. But here's the thing: more often than not, when I say something that sounds like Alan Partridge, or sounds a bit. I, I know what I'm doing. There's no, there's no accidental. So, but so thanks, Jamie. Thanks, thanks for listening. Ah, dearie me. Let's go to Jonathan. Good evening, Jonathan. Evening. Evening, Jonathan. Which of our um, um, uh, uh, fantastic family fave phone-ins have you called in about? Well, I've got a way of getting rid of nonsense. Okay. Uh, what we should do is that we should release them in the middle of the countryside, Yes. give them a 20-minute head start, right. and then send uh, men on horseback and hounds after them. I think maybe we should drop the, the nonces part from the phone-in, as I think this could get a little bit... Um, you think? I think it might do. So, what... W- w- sh- should we... Well, Who might. are we going to execute instead? Um, OK, fine. OK, that sounds like a fair enough deal, Jonathan. Who was your favourite grandparent and why? Tony Blair murdered my favourite grandmother. Tony Blair, the, the former Prime Minister? Yeah. I should, I should just say for legal reasons... I don't think Tony Blair went round to your nan's house, you know, with a carving knife. Uh, I'm, I suggest you're going to imply that it was, was one of his policies or a combination of his policies that led to um, her, her death. Why was she your favourite and, and why? She was the only one who put up with me. Hey. I'm sorry she... Um, I'm sorry she's... Well, grandparents die, unfortunately, don't they? That's the thing. It'd be nice to spend a bit more time with them, but there you go. Um... Okay. I, well, I, was there anything else? Oh, what about a bond? No, 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 no. Let's not even go there. Was there anything else, Jonathan? Yeah, I'd like to talk about uh, something that a few uh, people, such as myself, have seen coming on the horizon for a little while now. Okay. Is it and the is, is it the control of the media by the Jewish uh, population? No. Okay. It it's uh, the next recession. Yes. I've seen this coming for a couple of years now, and there was a a guy from Australia called um, Milton on the Howard uh, Hughes show about 18 months ago saying that there would be an economic uh, uh, collapse beginning around May. Was he an economist or a necromancer? Uh, Neither. Okay. Well, so that's that's coming up in May. So what are you saying? We should spend, spend, spend now? No, what I'm saying is, is that the economy is being deliberately imploded in order to get rid of President Trump. Okay. Because oh, oh, there was a massive. All right. Okay. Because there was a massive um, tumble in the the stock exchange, uh, both here and in America. Well, well, no, that's that's that that's nonsense. Surely, if there is right, because only two days ago, a few days ago, Trump was saying. That there was a huge, you know, the stock exchange... Is it the Dow Jones in it? No, what's the yes. one in America? All right, say the Dow Jones. The, the Dow Jones was way up, and it was his policies that were doing it, and, um, you know, this proves that he's a great leader, and America will be, you know, let's make America great again, and he was saying it's all down to him, right? So when it tumbles, as it has done today, massively... Yeah, I listen to Radio 4 sometimes. Um, 
then he also has to accept responsibility. And, and all of the Trump supporters have to accept responsibility. Uh, no, we, we don't, for the simple reason that I saw this recession coming ten years ago. No, you didn't. Sh- no, you didn't. Yes, you, I did. Where, how did you see this coming ten years ago? Please don't tell me Nostradamus. No, it wasn't Nostradamus. The worst thing we could have ever done was bail out the banks in 2008. Right. We should have let them all go to the wall. Okay. It would have been an 18-month depression, yeah. but at the end of that, we would have been a much stronger, okay. healthier well, economy. There might, there we might, OK, well, there might actually be some people that, with, that, that would agree with that. But So when we had the recession 10 years ago, how did you predict, predict that there will be another one 10 years hence? Because whenever governments bail out banks, they're kicking the can further down the road. We shouldn't be using taxpayers' money to bail out private institutions for their own uh, uh, malfeasance and incompetence. We should let them go to the wall. Well, hang on a minute, hang on a minute, hang on a minute. Because actually, some of what you're saying makes sense. But if we'd have let them go to the wall, then... You would have lost. If you, you probably don't have money in the bank, but uh, you, I would have lost money. My mum would have lost money. Every, every, everyone would have lost money. So they had to bail them out to save, um, to save our money. Now, admittedly, that you know, that it could be argued that but people who worked in the banks and who, you know, some of the people at the top should have faced trial. And, and as we know, how many people faced trial and went to prison? I think it was, it was one, wasn't it? Yeah. Um, so the, the, the loads of them should have gone to prison and they should have brought in, you know, kind of things to curtail this behaviour. And, and, of course, it's it's pretty inevitable it's going to happen again because the same mistakes are being made. But um, but um, but um, if, if Donald Trump, to go back to your original point, has said that the rise in the Dow Jones is down to him, then he has to accept that the, the, this tumble has happened on his watch and he's responsible. He's not responsible because uh, this uh, crash was set in motion by Bush and Obama and the central banks bailing out the banks when they should have let them go to the wall. Yes, people would have lost savings, but as I learned as a kid studying the Great Depression, putting your money in a bank is not a guarantee that that you're going to get that money back no. at the end. Your money can go down as no, well no, as no, 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 no. If your money's in, no, 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 no. If your money is in a bank account, then the very least you can expect is to get the same amount of money out that you put in. That's how banks work. I mean, I, I back in the old That's days, how meant to work. no, no, no. Back in the old days, you'd get interest and you'd, you'd, you'd hopefully you put some money in, and ten years later you'd have a bit more money. But, um, but, 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 but the way banks work, the way banks should work, the the banking on the high street side of the banks is, you go in. You put 500 quid in and you, you come back any day in the future and you've still got 500 quid there. Yes, I understand how it works in theory. In practice, however, banking collapses do happen. And if you put your money in a bank, there is no guarantee you will be able to get it out uh, at a well, except, date. Except you may that, lose well, no, it. No, 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 except there is a guarantee that you'll get your money out the, the same uh, you could be able to get your money out because it's protected. It's not. It's not protected. No, it is it's protected. A... It is protected up to. Uh, it was. 
Was it 25 grand in an account was protected and then they put it up? Because I remember when mum had more than that, so I went in and put it into three different banks. It's protected up to a certain amount, yeah. I, I understand what you're saying legally about yeah. the uh, the, min, uh, the minimum threshold, but economics doesn't recognise the law. Economics has its own laws, and if the, the laws of economics decide there's no money, then there is no money. You... If you if you want to create money, you're creating inflation. Oh, you've lost me now. But thanks for calling, Jonathan. Thank you. A lot of what he says makes sense. Yes. A lot of what he says makes sense, but um, then uh, a lot of it doesn't. But I enjoyed yeah, that. And then he gets to the point where he just says, well, it'll happen anyway. No, 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 it's not. It's no, that's not what he's saying. Why are you saying that, you know, no. when it comes to money, um, you know, we, we can't win? No, well, we can't win when it comes to money. The capitalist system is is flawed mm. um, and, and is, is, um, is lousy. You know, the whole thing, the whole thing hangs by a thread... But do you think that, really it's going to implode? It's being done on purpose to make Trump no, look bad. No, That's I, no, no, absolute no, no. bullshit. No, I don't believe. I don't believe that for a second. But but the capitalist system is flawed from what little I know about it. Because I don't really understand these things. But it's um, it's it's all an illusion. It's all this money that f- sloshes around isn't real. It's all but it's all computer generated, and the whole thing depends on eight-year-old boys in China and Vietnam making phones for us. That, you know, that's, that's what it's all based on. And um, uh, do you know what? I have a weird... Um, I have this weird... I've never told anyone this. I'm going to try and explain this power I have, OK? And um, see if anybody at home get, has this power as well, right? I have... Um, it's not a gift. It's more, it's more like a curse. And this is a true thing, OK? Mm. And I can see you smirking, and that's fine. Because, because I'm waiting. For you this. smirk away. I will. I can see the. All right. How am I going to put this into words? Because all right, this is going to sound nuts. I'm just going to say because for me, this is a safe space. I can see that this whole world we're living in is an illusion. Okay, and that none of this is real, and that um, everything we believe in, like society and law and government and uh, all of these things, they only exist because we all agree that they exist. Yeah, they're concepts. They're concepts, and if we, if, if like. there was like a tiny pinprick into the balloon of our reality, then these concepts would collapse. And what I'm saying is I um, can look out of my eyes and I can see um, all of these, these, these fake constructs and concepts that we build our world on. I can see them collapsing and then we're all screwed. That's what I'm saying. And I can see it happening. And I and sometimes it's like oh it's about to happen and then it doesn't it's, it's just it's just it's just a breath away would we all be screwed though um yeah 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 and then sometimes well yeah yes it we might would. be better no 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 it'll be anarchy anarchy is not you know it's yeah, a but then, fun thing to joke then about you but re- it's you people have to organise themselves what, so no. maybe something better uh, well well here you go no they don't yeah they do. Well, well, all right, you're arguing like Jonathan now. Why do, Could you what, get fed up? Well, well, well people would organise themselves, but in much, you know, in groups of like ten. Mm. They wouldn't be organising themselves. Put these two together. So they wouldn't be organising themselves, um, you know, once, once the infrastructure collapses. Man, this is heavy. And this, this acid I took in 96 is kicking in. I didn't take any acid in... Uh, no, I did, actually. Um... 
Uh, what a trip, man. Um, w- once it collapses, that's it. You can't, you can't then rebuild, right, OK, go on, we, need, we, we need laws, we need, uh, we need a government. That's it, it's gone, it's gone. And then it's anarchy. And then, it's, then you'll have, like, um, you might have a street that bands together and yeah. they have, at the end, you know, the end of, either, of each end of the street, that street is governed by their own rules and their own laws. Um, you might have a household that has its own rules. You might have a, a village that has its own rules. But, but, yeah. but that's as big as it'll get. Yeah, but then when you've got that, the biggest one will start taking over the others. Mm. And so the others will realise they've got to band together. I'll be exciting. No, but it wouldn't. It would be. It would be horrendous. There would be rape. What? There would be murder. Why? Because it's lawlessness. Because it's anarchy. The, the Sex Pistols have got a lot to answer for. They made anarchy sound really cool, right? And uh, if you listen to the lyrics of Anarchy in the UK, John Lydon, Johnny Rotten's. Um, he's. <laughs> have you, you heard the lyrics of Anarchy in the UK? Um, um, it's the, his description of anarchy is. Um, let me play it. Let me play it because it's it's funny, man. It, 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 I remember hearing it as a kid and thinking, "Well, that doesn't sound very anarchic." Hang on a minute. Hang on a minute. Anarchy. In... What is it like? Not tidying your room. It's kicking it, bins over. It's it, it's it's more <laughs> more silly than that. All right, listen to this. I mean, it's a great song, right? But listen. Right. Hey, you got to remember that when. Oh, what's going on there? Oh, it's that. You've got to remember, when this came out in, I guess, 76, 77, this terrified, you know, this terrified song was banned. It terrified people, and they were really scared of this. But this is all they would do. If you listen to it, it's, it's, it's just... Okay. It's a great song, but... I am an Because that, that's quite a tough one. I want to destroy passerby. So just one. doesn't want to destroy everyone. He wants to destroy passerby. OK. Right. Okay. He means anarchic. Yep. Now dogs body. No dogs body. Here we go. Here comes. Here it comes. Time. And this is what it be like. Give the wrong time, stop a traffic line. That's what he's doing. That's his description of anarchy. Have a listen. Have a listen. Give a wrong time, stop a traffic line. That's what what he's talking about. And that has has been terrible because now everyone thinks anarchy is just. what, What time is it? Quarter past three. Well, it's not. What time is it? 20 to 5. What time is it? Half past 10. As he presses the uh, crossing button. Unfortunately, anarchy would be rape and murder. And, and nicking tellies. I don't know what pillaging is. Um, pillaging is just general, like, go, like ki- kicking bins over and nicking televisions. Pillaging, pillaging. Yeah. OK, pillaging. Um, so that would be, um, that would be anarchy. So we, we wouldn't want it. OK, maybe it's not fun. On that bombshell, we'll take a break. 0344 499 1000 is the telephone number. This is The Late Night Alternative on Talk Radio. 
It's electric. It's eclectic. It's always rule-free. It's the late-night alternative with that man, Ian Lee, <laughs> on Talk Radio. Um, so many calls, so many calls. Let's go to... Let's do them in the order that they appear on my screen. Good evening, Danette. Hello. How are you doing? How are you? Well, thank you. Do you know, um, first of all, I'm not voting for Idris, but do you know where his name comes from? Do you know what it means? Let me see if we can work this out. Idris. Idris Elba. Do you know where his name comes from? I'm going to say it's Egyptian because it sounds like ISIS, and I'm not about the terrorist organisation. I'm talking about the... the, the, It's related to ISIS, but it's actually from the Book of Enoch in the Bible. Oh. Is it related to ISIS, then? Um, no, no, no. (laughs) Are you on speakerphone? No. Okay. No. Um, What I wanted to ask you is, what happened to John Warrington? Um, he's still around, isn't he? Was he the guy in, um, Rising Damp? Yes. Yeah, I I was sat on a, on a, uh, on a table opposite him at awards do, but now that was probably about 12 years ago, Don Warrington. He's still around. I think he does, um, what do they call them? Um, um, the things that aren't, uh, plays. I think he does plays sort of around the country. Okay. Because um, he used to be my favourite in Rising Dead. Um, uh, um, shall I do my Rigsby impression? Please. Yeah, Miss Jones. Uh, Miss, uh, Miss Jones, what? Oh. <laughs> it's not bad. It's not bad, is it? No, Miss Jones. <laughs> it's not bad, is it? Not at all. Thank Very you. funny. Thank you. Um, but I have no other ideas. Who was but your favourite? Who was your favourite grandparent, and why? I never knew my grandparents. Did you not? No, never had grandparents. Oh, well, how, may I ask why not? Did they pass away before well, you... Well, my mother was born um, in a nursing home. Yeah. And when my grandfather went to fetch her and her baby, the mother had disappeared, never to be seen again. That was in Cape Town. Hang on. So, you, so hang on. Your mum was, 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 was born in a nursing home. Yes. And, and you, her, her biological dad... Yes. Went to collect the baby, but the mother disappeared. Well, there was no mother then. She left. That's incredible. The only reason we know she was French is because she left a note that said, um, if this is married life, you can have it. Au revoir. Flipping heck. Well, that must have been devastating to your granddad. Yes, he had one leg and he married um, six times after that. But he never found anyone to be a real mother. He had seven wives and one leg. Six, yes. Well, was he not married to the mother? Yes, but she quit. But but then you said he he married six six times after that, or five times? Five times. Five times. Five Five, Five times. Gosh, what a story. What a story. My grandfather, my father was born in Ballam. Yeah. And all I know is that his mother had 38 cats and um, she wrote a book of poetry. Yes. I know nothing else about her. And my father despised cats. 
Wow, I mean, there's so many numbers. Freud would have a field day. What was the book of poetry called? I had no idea. Wow. Have you not tried to find it? I've tried, but I can't. I mean, it's a long time ago, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, but was it was it published? I don't know. Aye. I know she was, she was hanging around King's Cross at the time. So... Anyway. Well, <laughs> it just is, every time I go to say thanks for calling goodbye, you just throw another another nugget onto the table. She was ha- what? She was she was a, a sex worker. I don't know. I don't know. She was married to my grandfather, and he worked at um, I think in um, Lancaster Gate, Port- okay. Portland, um, the um, steam bars. He was a masseur of Okay. Wow. Um, yeah, that's got... all I know, but we, <laughs> we never met. That's quite a lot, I'll be honest, Annette. That's quite a lot to know. It's more than I know about my grandparents, sadly. Um, wow. Well, thank you Where for Where are yours? Sorry? Where are yours? They're dead. Yeah, well, mine are also dead. I guessed, yeah. Did you not meet them? Yeah, I did. But um, they they kind of my, my grandparents on my dad's side. I kind of fell out with my dad when I was about fifteen, and so I made the foolish decision to cut that side of my family out. So I never saw my grandparents on that side again, and that I regret that so much. Um, and then um, I, with my grandparents on my mum's side, they died quite a while ago. But I I, I didn't. Oh, you know. Um, I just didn't think they were going to die ever, so I never took full advantage of them. I didn't exploit them, and I mean that word in the truest sense. I didn't exploit yep. them as much as, as um, I should have done, really, and that's another mm. regret. Life is full of regrets. It is, isn't it? Thank you. Thank you, Danette. Always a pleasure. Ta-ta. Thank you. Bye. Bye-bye. I noticed you kept quiet there. She doesn't like me. No, she doesn't like you. It's fine. Because you're, you're nearly as old as her. That was some call, though, huh? Wasn't it? I don't believe a word of it. <laughs> oh, no, don't. I like Danette. I like Danette. I know you do. I like Danette. Get a room. Um, what's the oldest... The, right, imagine a young, virile person, like, at the, not at the peak of their sexual abilities, because that's like 17, right? I don't, wanna, I don't even want to go there. Let's say 20, 25. Okay, so it's, a, so it's an adult man... Right. Start with a man. He's an adult man. He's sexually he's 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 fit. He's fit, and he's he's made. He can make his own decisions. Okay. So there's no. Uh, 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 any, you're about no, to paint a very weird scenario. Yeah, what you're trying to do is yeah. make it less weird. Yeah. There's no hint of coercion or grooming or manipulation. What is the? And both sides are compliant in this, right? Okay. Both sides want it. Not compliant. Oh, they God. want it. What is the oldest? That a, and we're going to start with a man. What is the oldest that a 25-year-old man could legally, ethically, and physically have sex with a woman? What is the oldest woman? I don't want to name, but what age could a 25-year-old man legally, uh, um, um, whatever the second one was, and uh, okay. legally, morally, and physically have sex with? Let's start low. 65. Easy. That's easy. That, that would work. Here's my rule. Yeah? 
You take the age gap. Yeah. Then you put the younger person at the age the older person is now. Yes. Keep the age gap. Yeah. Is the older person still alive? No, they're dead. Then you shouldn't be having sex with them. Okay, but sometimes love happens. Have you never seen... um, What's that film with uh, Harold and Maud? You never seen Harold and Maud? No, I haven't. I I didn't like it. I thought it was weird. Okay, so 65. Fine. A lot of fit 65-year-olds out there. 70? Well, why not? It's only five years more than than 65. It's only five... So we're up to 70. So suddenly a 25-year-old man is having sex with a 70-year-old woman. Oh, God, no. Okay, fine. Well, then how about 75? Whoa. Whoa. But if they're in love, physically could it work? And, um, And I don't want... I want both of them to have pleasure. I want both of them to be pleasured. Oh, God. Um, and I don't want anyone to die. Well, someone's going to die, and it's going to be the older person, isn't it? In the act of sex. 80, he's pushing it. He's put, he would have oh, to. stop it. OK, fine, let's reverse it. This is wrong. Look, They're older than your parents, it's wrong. What's wrong with love? What is wrong... With love. So all we're talking about here is is What are you getting right? Here's the thing. Yes. I have got absolutely nothing in common with a 25-year-old. Nothing. You're not going to talk to I'm 40 years old, right? Yes. Yes. Oh, right, we're just talking about... Right, we're not talking about having a relationship with someone. Well... If it's love, then you're supposed to be able to talk to each other, aren't you? All right, okay, all right, let's make it easier. So the woman is 85 now, and um, she meets this younger man. And let's just... We have to assume a bit for this to work, right? Let's assume the Buddhists are right and reincarnation happens, right? And That's a big assumption. I know, I know, but just to move things along a bit. So she's 85, he's 25... And a goat. But they can prove... No, he's a man. But they can prove... Talk about old women having sex with goats... Um, they can You're prove, about reincarnation. They can prove that it's her dead husband, oh, Walter, no. in the young stud, Stefan. So can, um, can Dottie, at 85, legally, yes, morally, well, it's her husband, physically, this products you can buy, have intercourse with a 25-year-old man? OK, so... Then we do it the other way around. You've got a twenty-five-year-old woman. Again, everyone is willing in this. There's not nothing. There's nothing. You've thought about this before. A lot. There's nothing nefarious going on. What age? Again, the the three rules are um, um, uh, 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 legally, morally, and physically. Um, Legal is is shouldn't even be it. Sixty-five. 25, it happened. 60, Des, O'Connor, Des O'Connor had a baby at 72, so that's our starting point, 72. OK, well, 75 is only three years up. Sure, fine. 80, can men get an erection oh, at 80? I don't know. At 80? Can, just think about it. Think no, about thanks. an 80-year-old man. No, thanks. Can he get an erection at 80? You'd have to be careful with Viagra because um, heart condition. I'm pointing to the centre of my chest because that's where the heart is. It's not on the left. Um, so there's so much to think about. I don't G- want to think about give it. Give us your Ian. thoughts on it. We'll be thinking about that a lot tonight. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. Good evening, Angela. Good evening, Ian. Catherine, you're right. I'm not all right, but carry on. But carry on. Um, you know what you were talking about before the news? Um, no. The, the, the news? break or what? The what? Yeah. The break, I should say, about me not. You don't think we're here, supposed to be here? We're not here. Yeah. But I've got another. I've got another question for you. Okay, go on. Let's do it. 
Well, we are totally, we are totally red pilling the audience tonight, guys. The red uh, pill is being forced down your gullets. <laughs> well, you know when we go to sleep at night. Yes. Do you reckon we go into another reality? Um, no. I think we stay in our beds, don't we? No. Do you know what I mean? Do you reckon we go? You know, you, you said you we might not be here. We don't exist, but. If we dream, do you reckon we go somewhere else? Well, well, okay. Well, physically, we're still here because I've seen people sleep. And me, I've not seen you sleep. No. Mentally, you're you're suggesting that our consciousness leaves this realm and possibly enters another dimension. Yes. Another dimension where yeah. you go to work with no pants on. No, you'll have clothes on, but you can sort of like imagine you probably have some different on. I wonder. I wonder if there's ever been a recorded example, and there must have been, of like I go to sleep. Like, I have a doze in the afternoon, mm. right? And um, it'll be like night time in Brazil, and then a Brazilian man has his night. He's having a sleep, and then we meet in. Because you meet so many people in your dreams, don't you? You must have met a real person in your dreams that you've never met in real life. Whoa! That is it. That's a thought. Let me just say that again for the heart of thinking. In your... Right. That you meet so many people in your dreams, you must have, at some point, Angela, met a real person in your dreams that you've never met in real life. I did the other night. Here we go! What are the chances? Go on, what happened? Well, I was kind of... I think it was just because it was with the radio. But I, I met this guy, and he, he was in this amazing car, and he was waving to me. It's and? Hard, it's hardly Martin Luther King dreams, but... But because um, I listen to Dot and Anna Bio at night time on the station. Paul Ross on this station. Paul Ross at this station at one o'clock. Yeah, but he he wasn't in my dream, but there was something similar like that. And I was trying to wake up because I was in like a village kind of thing. But um, he was waving to me as if he knew me. This person did, but I didn't know them, but he was in this lovely car. Angela, thank you for sharing that special moment with us. Could you, uh, could you, what do you reckon that is then? I reckon um, you should um, uh, turn up at the studios of BBC London and demand to meet your future husband, Dot Nadabayo. Mm-hmm. He's already married. Well, that can be arranged. He is now. Thank you very much, Angela. <laughs> oh, 03444, we are touching some deep stuff tonight. This is heavy. We've got Guy, we've got Richard, Paul, uh, Kadir, and Andre. We, we, we'll come to you in a bit. This is a heavy show tonight, guys. It started off as fun, can still be fun, can also be heavy. I'm Ian Lee. This is The Late Night Alternative, only here on Talk Radio. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. We won! 
Thanks, guys. Oh, three four 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 nine nine one thousand is the telephone number. The late night alternative with me, Ian Lee. Catherine Boyle is there. Hi. You are listening to us on DAB. Maybe you've downloaded the Talk Radio app, or perhaps you're online at talkradio.co.uk. Where, however you've got here, you're very, very welcome. Let's go to Barry. Good evening, Barry. How's it going, Ian? It's going... Ve- well, it's all right. I've got a sore throat, but apart from that, I'm doing all right, You barely mentioned well, it, Barry. I'm yep. sore myself, mate. Yeah, it's not good, is it? I was going to call in to do that um, family favourite thing. Oh, yeah, go on. Which one Which one do you want? Do you want me to go th- let me go through them again. We've got six questions. We'll have 60 by the end of the show. Number one, is your favourite sandwich filling? Number two, who's your favourite grandparent and why? Three, who would be your favourite black bond? Four, your favourite piece of clothing, then put the phone down. Five, should we bring the death penalty back and what would be your favourite way of killing nonces and why not? Six, what was your favourite time? All right. Um, My favourite time is... Nine o'clock was good. And, um, AM or PM, please. AM or PM. Nine o'clock PM. Thank you. Why, why was it so good? The missus went to bed and I could get on the streams for a little bit. Yay! So what? Hang on. Yeah. So what were you doing? You were playing video games at nine o'clock. Yeah, mate. You gotta love it. What are you playing at the moment? I'm just playing a little bit of worms that I got. Oh. I've just finished that. Everybody's golf. I'm just, I've got loads to go for it. You're living the dream. Well, I hope you all subscribe to my YouTube channel, youtube.com slash rabbit hole, where I am oh, becoming I did, a... I didn't realise you was on YouTube, Mate, I'm on YouTube, and I'm, I'm going to be... I'm quitting this job to become a professional gamer. And I stream me playing video games. And here's the fun thing, guys. I went and bought a camera today for my, my PlayStation, so you guys will be able to see my face... While I'm playing, just, yeah, just your face. You're gonna put some clothes nice on. Nice one. Yeah. I'm, I'm gonna. Well, you're gonna see my face on my shoulders, but I won't have trousers on. I don't wear trousers in the flat because it's so hot in there. And I can't work out the heating. So, um, I might boot that up when I get home and have a little go on Overwatch at two o'clock this morning. So that's what I'm gonna do. Okay, Sandy. If you ever get UFC free or everybody's golfing, and give us a show. All right, mate. I'm no. on your friends list. Are you? Who are you on there? Laidback Bazmach. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dude. All right, well, if you ever you see me online playing those games, come and invite me in. I will do, Ian. Nice one for taking a call, mate. Cheers, shout fella. out to the Brexit boys. T- t- shout- Brexit boys. You're doing a shout-out to the Brexit boys. Yeah. Good, good for you, Barry. Nice one, mate. Nice one, Ian. See That's you later, mate. I'm going to take him off my friends list. Brexit boys. <laughs> they sound like a fun gang. The Brexit boys. Um... Let's go to Guy. Good evening, Guy. Good evening, Cass. Good evening, Ian. Hey, correct order. Oh, oh, I've got to say um, hello to Paul the cabbie, right? Because I was walking off. I had to go to Harley Street today to see my psychiatrist. And this cab driver pulled up in the middle. So I'm chewing a cough slip. Um, This cab driver pulled up in the middle of the road and went, Oh, Ian! Oh, Ian! And I assumed it was from the jungle. Was he that cheeky one that pulled up outside that no. time? I assumed he recognised me from the jungle. He went, I'll be listening to you tonight. Tell Kath I love her. I went, get out of here, you weirdo. You bloody weirdo. And he drove off. He knows. He drove off. So, hello, um, what did I say his name was? Paul the Cabby. Paul the Cabby. It's probably something like that. It was, it was, a, working ma- it was a working man's name. So, um, like Paul. Paul. Or Terry or something. No, it was Paul. 
And I, it was funny because no one recognises me for the radio show. They recognise me for the, the nonsense I did, but he loves you. So, um, Exquisite taste. There you go. Guy, what you got for us tonight, please, sir? Oh, well, I was going to answer a few of your family favourite questions. Shall I fire them at you? But, yeah, sure. Uh, number one, your favourite sandwich filling? Uh, this one's a bit weird. <laughs> uh, chicken mayonnaise with stuffing and uh, flaming hot Monster Munch. Oh. No, I, that, that works. I can see that working. That's that's not weird at all. Yeah, actually, the Monster Munch peps it up a little bit. It could be quite bland otherwise, it's there. wouldn't it? Who's your favourite grandparent and why? Uh, for some reason, I don't know why, but my parents identified my grandparents by location. So my nana in Kettering is, the, is, is my favourite. And um, mainly because she used to, she used to, she was a cat lady, and whenever we used to go and visit her, she always had lots of cats. Like so hang on, a, and this is funny, right? This is a really interesting thing. This is this is what we can do as well. What were your grandparents called, and why? And I tell you why, because um, I had a nanny Peg. This is on my dad's side, nanny Peg, and Granddad Jock, right? And so her name, I only found out recently that Peg is short for Margaret. Yes. And Jock was, everyone called him Jock. So, so Nanny Peg and Granddad What was his actual Jock, name? I've got no idea. Jack, I guess? I don't know. Um, but that was what everyone called them, right? So that was, that, that was their names. That was their first names, right? And I'm sure I remember, and then on the other side, my mum's side, had Granddad Bill, and their last name was Jennings. And it, Nan was known as Nanny Jennings, right? And I'm sure I remember overhearing my mum saying at some point that Nanny Jennings was really angry or was disappointed that she wasn't Nanny Joan. Oh. And that she was Nanny Jennings. And it's that weird thing. Um, It's like my my boy's grandmother on my wife's side is Yaya, because that's Greek for grandmother, so it's just Yaya. And on my side, it's Nanny Linda. And And are you saying, Guy... That your grandparents' names, it was, it was where they lived, so Nanny Kettering. Yeah, essentially. And, and what was your other nan called? Uh, nanny in, in Hartcliffe. See, isn't that funny? But it's not that weird, because that's, we've all got our own unique way of calling grandparents. Isn't that funny? Wow. My grandparents are all first names, but my daughter's granddad on yep. my husband's side... Yep. Is um, it's not it, they don't call him granddad at all. In fact, I think it was a surprise to them when they realised it was their granddad. Right. Because they've got granddad, that's my dad, and they've got Dido, who's their other granddad, and he's called Dido because his name's Richard. Dicky Dicky Dido. I, th- I think my dad was Granddad Malcolm, for them, and the the, the the other side, it's I think it's Grandpa Grandpa Pete Peter. Doesn't feel right. That doesn't feel right. I'll have to ask them. Yeah, my dad's a Pete, but he's he's just granddad. Um, all right, guy. Uh, we continue. Thank you. Um, you, who would be your favourite black Bond? Uh, Adrian Lester. Adrian Lester. I don't know who that is. Uh, he's from um, a series from called The Hustle. <laughs> oh yeah. Um, oh, he's good. He is, isn't he? I love him. Very slim, great, great very actor. slim face. That gentleman. I always think. I always think. Oh, he could. He could do with a little bit of feeding. That guy. Guy. <laughs> um, okay. Oh, that's, that's a. That's, do you know what? That is a cracking suggestion. That's genuinely a good suggestion. We'll, we'll send him an email. What's your, uh, would, mm, OK, we'll do four later, because you've got to hang up on it. Number five, should we bring back the death penalty and what would be your favourite way of killing nonces and why not? We should bring back the death penalty. Yep. 
Uh, well, for several reasons, which I won't go into. Yeah. Oh. Well, hang on, hang on, hang on a minute. You can't leave that one, and pun intended, <laughs> hanging in the air. What, can, am I, I mean, if you don't want to say why not, then don't. But I, I would like to hear. But you're under no pressure if it's something private and personal, of course. I just think that the there are some people that are beyond rehabilitation. Yeah. And have done something so despicable that, yeah. that life in prison isn't enough. Okay. We're dangerously close to actually doing, should we bring back the death penalty, which yeah. is always on my notice. And they'll be cross about that in the morning because we will have taken up their topic. <laughs> okay. No, I think on, on, on the breakfast show tomorrow, I think they will actually be executing a, a, a paedophile. I think that's happening in tomorrow's show with uh, Julie Hartley Brewer between <laughs> 6.30 and, and w- whenever it finishes, whenever that, that drone finishes. Um, OK. Um, and what was your favourite time? Um, well, I'm actually going to a specific era in my life. Yep. I'm going to go to... Actually, I, I really enjoyed my teenage years. Oh. Did but you? Because I was... I, was, I, was I, I, I Looking back, I, I didn't do my teenage years very well at all. I muffed it up, I think. Uh, no, my early 20s I ruined, really. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, my, my teenage years were great because I, I was a, a cadet and we had cadets and I had lots of things to do and uh, lots of friends and it was just a uh, very sort of fancy free no rent no you know no responsibility kind of time and i, I don't i how old are you guy i'm 35 okay um do you know what do you know what I, I was thinking about a lot in the last couple of days right it's just it's hit me it's, it's hit me we're all gonna die and we're all gonna die quite soon it honestly the last couple of days this has been my overriding thought you, you're going to die really soon, guy. It's not a threat. Um, it's a promise. It's not a threat. It's a promise. I'm going to die really, really soon, right? There's, there's not it's much inevitable. T- it's, it's inevitable. And the inevitability of um, my death, your death, Sam's death, your death, guy, it, it, it hit me yesterday. It's like, whoa, dude, we're actually going to die. And here's the thing. The best thing we can hope for, the best thing we can hope for is that we get really old. That's the best thing. That's the best thing, yeah. right? So yeah. imagine, right, imagine you with, uh, you know, I'm talking to the listener. But imagine you with the person that you love and you just get really old, right? So you get really old, okay, and that's kind of cute, right? But then one of you's going to die. Yeah, and then I get 25-year-old, and that's fine. Well, legally, <laughs> legally it's fine. Okay. Um, but one of you's going to die. So the best you can hope for, right... It, it, the best is that you get old with the person you love, but even then, you're going to die, or you're going to stay alive and watch the person who you've shared everything with, shared all your life with, they're going to die. What? It's, it's, it, there is a sense of inevitability about it, yes. It's but, bleak, uh, guy. It's bleak. Actually, I know very old people, and by the time it comes to their turn, they're ready, because everyone else has got right. it gets a bit boring. All right, here we go. Here we go, guy. Mm. If I Again, if I'm lucky, if I'm lucky, right, if I'm lucky, I will die before my children, right, if I'm lucky. So what I'm saying is, I hope... I make my kids the most miserable they can be for a, for a, a, a year to eighteen months of their life because they're gonna their dad is gonna die. What? That's the, sorry. So so the best we can hope for 
is that I get old, I watch whoever I choose to spend my life with die, and then I die making my kids, and probably my grandkids, inconsolable. That's a huge assumption. Flipping it. You're this miserable at 44. By the time you pop your clogs, they'll think, flipping it, thank God no, for that. This is, this, and, this, and this is life, guy? This is, this is, this is what you human... Mm, this is what we call living? This is living? Knowing that the person you love is going to die and you're going to be miserable and then you're going to die and you're going to make the people that you love the most miserable. Sweet Lord. Drink your honey and lemon and shush. Okay. Guy, what's your favourite piece of clothing? Guy's put the phone down. I'm not surprised. He's probably gone to have a cry. Guy, hang on a minute. Guy, I don't know what happened there. I, I don't know if you went off and got miserable, but this is what we're going to do. I'm going to ask you this question. You, you, you're going to tell me the answer, then you're going to hang up on me, OK? This is the final one. What's your favourite piece of clothing? Oh, dressing gang. Oh, that's a good one. Thank you very much indeed. And he put the phone down, phone down as requested. This Hugh is Hefner. the Late Night Alternative <laughs> on Talk Radio. Stay tuned. Nigel's coming up. Oh. Set free your mind. Let your fancy take flight. Conversation gets curiouser by the glow of moonlight. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. Um, let's go to Nigel. Hello? Hello? Hello, Hello, Ian. Hello, Nigel. What was that, mate? I I was just uh, trying my machine out, my uh, music machine out. When you say music machine, do you mean a tape player? It's a karaoke. Well, I sung with before last the other week. Okay, that's fantastic. I was just getting the song ready in case you could let me sing. I was just changing my ears at the moment. I'm on my mobile at the the moment. Ears. The mobile phone, because the, the, the main phone's not working at the moment. Oh, no! What's phone. happened to the main phone, Nigel? Well, we paid the bill today, but they haven't connected us yet, which is a bit unfortunate. Aye. Well, it takes a couple of days for these things to well, get through. Well, it was through. paid this morning, and... Um, yeah, it was paid this morning. So, uh, hopefully it'll be back on tomorrow. But oh, I reckon it, it'll be it... back on by the end of the week. Yeah, is this clear, this phone? Is it it's, OK? This phone is absolutely wonderful, yeah. It's great. Uh, well, um, you know what? Uh, that when when we instead of us dying, they should they should make us dream, uh, keep our brains going, so we dream and we never die. And how do you, you pro- got, how do you propose that they 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 do that? Well, um, connect Nigel. Us, connect us to some sort of um, internet. Or <laughs> hey, no, no, no! Carry on, because you're onto something here. Go on. Yeah, I'm onto something. Yeah, connect us to some machines that keep going forever, but which because they do, don't yes, they? Yes. Yes. As long as it. Well, supposing um, supposing there's a power cut, you know what happens if there's a power cut and and well, or you haven't yeah. paid the the electricity yeah. and the, all the food <laughs> all the food in the fridge goes off, well, your your mind the, might go there's off. Pa- there's power from the sun, though. You know, Cerolis. You know what they call it? Um, Sorry, power from the sun. You know, Solero. What do they call it? Is Solero. It, Solero power. So that, yes, from the sun, and that never stops. The sun never gives out. Oh no! Hang on, a Solero's an uh, an iced lolly. Oh. Mm. Uh, anyway, but you see what I mean. But if when you're dreaming, you're not really alive. You're alive, but only your brain's alive. You're not. Mo- you're moving about. Right. So you so basically you want just suspended animation, as I say. That's a different thing. Mm. That's a different mm. suspended animation is your body You'll be suspended. Right. So you want just before you die, you basically yeah, you want to you mm. want to download your instead of no, I mean instead of dying, 
Instead of dying, right, instead they of. connect our brains up yeah. before we die, you so want, our brain carries on. You want your you want your 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 brain downloaded onto a hard drive. Then the next people that come to our earth, like other aliens and that, can Sorry? still can see see on a, a screen what's in people's heads. Is this so you can sing to them, Nigel? This plan? They can see what what type of singer I am, or what. <laughs> There we go. <laughs> anyway, okay. someone put on the internet they wanted to hear me tonight because they're one of my fans. I've got a new video on my uh, a new drumming so- solo on my okay. uh, Facebook. I'm never going to see that. That clip started at eleven nineteen. I've got it. Seconds. Beautiful. Uh, well, let's hear you. Let's hear you sing, Nigel. So I'll do a song. Yeah, but uh, later on you can have a look at my new drum solo oh, no, no, no. On, on, on Facebook. Nigel, yeah. on this video, are you wearing a top? I'm wearing a, a cardigan. Excellent. Is that the one? It can be. Right. On you go. Yeah. But, so you want the song now? Not, yeah, not drumming. So, so I'll do the song then. Thank you. Well, you won't cut me off, will you? No. Uh, <laughs> sorry about that. Mm-hmm. But here we go. I'm, I'm not going to worry about the neighbours tonight. I thought so, you know. So. Oh. Hey, we, we're having a no swearing show tonight, Nigel. Oh, well, You're the first you person know what to... I mean. Yeah. He's um, not ice I'll do it quiet. I sing quietly. Here we go. I miss you, I miss your smile, though I may shed a tear every once in a while, even though it's different now, you're still here somehow. Let you go, I need you to know, I miss you, Sha-la-la. I miss you. They used to call me your dreamer. And now I'm living out my He's doing it as a duet. My dream. Oh, now I'm Who is this, Miley Cyrus? A child of some kind. Everything that's happening for me. We're looking back on the past. Fast to fast. I miss you. I miss your smile. I miss you. Oh, I can't take any more of this. It's bloody awful. (coughs) I want to cut my ears off and shove them up my bum hole. This is the late night alternative with me, Ian Lee, on Talk Radio. Let's go to Richard. Yeah, you have that clip as well. That was a good one. That was a good one. <laughs> good evening, Richard. Uh, evening. What you got for us, boss? Uh, how are you? Um, hmm? oh. uh, well, I said how are you, but uh, you seem confused. But you, you speak. Why, why are you not speaking clearly? Speak properly. You, you're kind of uh, like. Sorry, I just, I just switched from speakerphone onto. Um, can you hear me now? Well, I, yeah, I could hear you. You just weren't saying words. Oh, sorry. I'm full of cold. I'm also Welsh. Right. What, what did you call in for? Um, well, for, uh, thanks for the economist you found earlier, because he must have been an absolute fortune stake since he put it to this 10 years ago. Is it my ears? Cause I can't he's got a bit of a crunchy phone line. He's saying about um, Jonathan, he's, he's praising his um, economy. Hello? Are you on a speakerphone? Were you on speakerphone then? then? No, no, I'm, I'm not on speaker now. Okay, right. Mm. Say it again. Can you, can you hear me now? I can hear you now. Yes. Yes. Okay, right. That's so. Okay. Um, I said, well, thanks, to the Economist, you from the earlier, uh, the other Welsh guy, 
And um, okay. like yeah. he must have been an absolute fortune today. Okay. Yep. <laughs> um, look, pretty much the video. But um, yeah, I was talking about uh, my grandparents' favorite method of killing monsters. Yes, your grandparents killed favorite way of killing nonces. Yeah, my um, yeah. Well, on one side it's statistic, but um, I think on the other side it's uh, kindness. Okay, get get a new phone because I can't hear a word you're saying, man. Um, okay. <laughs> um, let's go to Paul. Evening, Paul. Good evening. Turn your radio off. Yeah, sorry. I'll turn it down. Turn it off. Turn it off. Thank you. Right. Man. Cheers, Paul. Yeah. What you got for us? Well. Couple of things, really. I've been listening to your show, and I'm a, I'm a new listener. Thank you. And and one of the things that you said about anarchy. Yes. That, sorry, I'm I'm I'm, uh, I'm not familiar what what they call your guest, uh, the the female. She's my producer and co-host, Catherine. I'm not a guest. You'd have kicked me out. Wait, wait, imagine booking. Sorry. Imagine booking a guest. <laughs> she rocks in. I'd be so happy. What a refund. But what yes. you were saying about anarchy, about yes. rape and this and that and the other, and and Catherine said. What? Nick and Tellys. Now, now, the thing about anarchy is yeah. that what's the point of Nick and Tellys or radios or anything? Because there will be no electric, there'll be no gas, no water, no well, nothing. Well, 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 no, people can broadcast from their bedrooms well, well, these hang days. Hang on, hang on. But, the but, thing is, but, people but, have got... Well, there would be electricity because people have got generators and car batteries and things like well, that. Well, well, kind of, but, but the well, mainstream of, of electric and, and water supplies from yeah. the water companies, when there's no... There's nobody paying the wages. Anarchy means total anarchy. And like you're yeah. right saying yeah. that, yeah. that it will be mob rule. Yeah, yeah. To- it will totally. be survival of the fittest. Don't you think people will take over on. the waterworks? Hang on, hang on Power. a second. Hang on. Right, uh, here's the thing. I, I also believe that, uh, you know, that anarchy would not bring out the worst in everyone. No, and that I there would be that so, there would still be some there would still be a significant number of good upstanding um, uh, citizens who would try their best to get the water and the the lecky and the gas going, but they might fail. Would, but 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 but, everyone, but so many people have got generators. I could get I could get my. Uh, it would be, but let's yeah. imagine. Let's yes. imagine that tomorrow there's no police. There's no. Yes. Fire service, no ambulances, no nothing, and there's just basic lawlessness. Then before we get to where the good people defend and protect, <coughs> the bad people will have just, just rampaged. OK, yeah, OK. But you could still get electricity um, from home. L- loads of people have got Ooh. generators. I could, I could rig up a TV and a DVD player to a car battery. I could do that. You could, but like I'm saying, we're, we're talking about minority and majority, and yeah. the majority couldn't do that. No. The majority rely on mm. gas supply, water supply, you know, yeah, yeah, food. Yeah. There's another one, food, going to your shops. Yeah. When the distribution stops, because yeah. there's anarchy, nobody's paying the, the lorry drivers. Oh, I'm the, with you, the, brother. Yeah. I know. This John, Johnny Rotten, I'll give the wrong time, stop a traffic line. I, I get it. That, you know, that's not anarchy. Mm. That's just um, hijinks. Anarchy is, is 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 the worst case scenario that is. I agree with you. It's coming. It is coming when well, when society falls because <laughs> yeah. society is a chain, and each link it, it's reliant on the other. If a link comes out and breaks, yeah. the chain has to rejoin or just collapse. And when it rejoins, it rejoins in a totally different way for society. Yeah. Don't you think people would reorganise though? Because power would be no. Yeah, you would be you would be uh, good at sorting out tellies. That would be your special skill. No. 
The thing is, so well, you want to well, in this well, country, well, you want to you want to seventy million, sixty five million people are not going to organise into a country, no. and they're certainly not want to go back to the system that we have now, which would be the system no, exactly. that has failed. I'm not suggesting you it would it be something different. You look at Egypt and, and, and all these uprisings, yeah, yeah. that when you get mass people together, then it's mob rule. Yeah. And, 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 it's, and it's the, 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 fit, the survival of the fittest. But the second thing I wanted to say... Well, hang, I've on been a, listening to hang on a minute, hang on a minute, hang on a minute, because this is interesting. Right. We'll get on to the second thing in a minute, Paul. This, this is the joy of doing a show at this time of night. We, there's no rush. We can, we can get to it. <laughs> OK. So yeah. you think it's going to happen, right? And mm. I hope it doesn't happen, but sometimes I can sort of see, I can, I can see, you know, that it, I can see it. When do you think it's going to happen? Well, the thing is, it, it's, it's not about being sort of a fortune teller or a future teller. It's about putting A and B and C and D and E together. Yeah. And, and if you do that from, you know, looking at the past, looking at the present, looking at what's going on around you, yeah. you can see it coming but you can't see when. You can see it coming. Like you said to your guest earlier, we're all going to die. Yeah. And we're going to die. We're going to die soon. And, da, da, da. And, and and if you're lucky, you'll live old. Yeah. Now, I disagree with that because because you're 44, yeah? Yeah. I'm 50. And you remember a world where if somebody wanted to talk to you, they either knocked on your door or rang you up. Yeah. Yeah, or, or they wrote you a letter. Yeah. Now, now, we've moved into a different generation where... People are just absolutely obsessed with social media and yeah. the internet. They can't live without it. We live without it. This so each as you get older, each generation it changes. And and at forty four, fifty, wait until you're sixteen, seventy, and and it moves on to something else. Okay, and here's lost. another thing. Here's another. So you're saying that, that when I said the best you can hope for is getting old, you're saying actually getting old is is not a good thing. It is providing that. Society changes with the old, and and it's not. I mean, I've I've been in libraries and and charity shops yeah. where you've got some old girl or some old boy, and they're and they're struggling to learn how to do these yeah. newfangled tools and things like that. So you, you're forced well, to change. Well, here's with... here's my prediction. Putting on my yeah. futurologist hat, right? Years ago, when I was about 20, a fr- I was, was on a computer. I wasn't even on a computer. I don't know what it was. But a friend of mine said, oh, well, wh- when we run out of oil, all of that technology is going to be useless. And here's, my th- here's what I think is going to happen in my lifetime, Paul. The internet, yep. uh, computers, phones, all of that's going to, is going to go. It's going to, at some point, whether it's because we haven't got only, enough oil or whether because the whole system is going to collapse. All that, is, all that is only reliant on the satellites that, yeah. that circle our uh, yeah. And it takes the, the wrong switch to be putting the wrong plug to be pulled out and that whole system exactly, yeah. is going to collapse and um, we'll have to, we will have to go back to writing letters and um, uh, sending nah. smoke signals. You're talking about, that's old old technology. Well, Te- technology's well, moving forward. Hang on a minute. Technology's moving forward all the time. Yeah. We're not going to be reliant on satellites. I don't think we're that well, no, reliant on them no, now. But I'm so, no, no, no. All right, forget the satellites. But this, if all right, if all the electricity was switched off, say, right, which could happen yeah. at some point, okay, you get massive power cuts that go on for days around the world, right? Yeah, and all, you can't charge your, uh, you no, know, your appliances. If all yeah. the electricity switches off, right, all these these kids with their mobile phones and their laptops and their their Instagrams and all of that. Yeah. What are they going to do? What are they going to do? 
You and mean, not only that, what about all the infrastructure that yeah. now yeah, has been you're, built? You're, you're assuming we're going to be generating electricity in the same way forever. They're making different ways. They're finding well, different no, ways of doing but, it all the time. No, but, no, but I'm just saying, if, if, if the electricity stopped, for whatever reason, right, if it stopped... And then this technology, this, this, and this, and all this becomes worthless. It don't becomes you think, junk. Uh, don't you think we spend too much? We spend too much of our time um, investing in in this meaningless junk. Don't you think, though, at some point it, the, these things will will? She's tapping a computer. These things no, will start. No, hang on, because no, yeah. you hang on. No, don't, don't don't come in with an attitude. You, you are a little bit. But I am, on. but because I can't finish a thought. No, you are. You are. But then you've done the same to him. So come on, be fair. I am. Like, what, no, hang on, Paul, 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 hang on, go on, Carrie. I'm just saying, don't you think that this equipment we've got now, OK, we've got the, the most effective way of charging it at the moment is by using some sort of plug socket, yes. but actually in future it'll probably charge itself, maybe with mo- momentum or something. No, but, OK, but you're not listening to what I'm saying. I'm so, just saying assuming electricity stops. Just assume electricity stops, no matter how it's generated... This is going to become. This all becomes pointless. Everything in this room is pointless. We've got three cameras at us and two computers, four computers. It's all pointless. Well, let's 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 take what what Catherine's saying there, and let's put it to electric cars. Then, yeah, everybody has to have a charging point. We're, we're, We're a million years away from that. You know, just like like you say, if the electricity goes down now. We haven't actually come any further forward apart from when Tesla and you know Edison was was you know creating electric currents and alternators and DC. We haven't come any further than that. We've just got smaller and this. You can only go so far with the science and technology you've got, and we haven't up to now come up with another power source. Just like all the the power stations that they're saying. Oh, that's you know we 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 don't want them. We don't want them. We we don't want fossil fuel. We don't because we can't do it. But we have. And if you turn the electric off, the electric goes off in what six weeks. But you're still. Half the population would be dead. You're still talking about outside power sources. I'm talking about things that that can generate their own electricity, like so you wind up radios and stuff like that. Well, okay, but then how are you going to get the signal to the wind up radios? Well. Again, we are we are decades off. Decades off to run the radio station. We are we are decades off. Um, anyway, we're going off on a tangent. What was the other thing you wanted to say? The other thing I wanted to say about when you was on about dying and living old and things yeah, like that. Yeah. And and you are a deep thinker. I can tell that. Very and, deep. And this is what I like. I like this guy. Yeah, I'm a very deep thinker. Yes. You are. Yeah. And I can I can tell that by your conversations. And I'm yes. I'm pretty much just saying that. Uh, if I take a, a subject, I'll do the 360. I won't just make an assumption. I'll think about the full lot yeah. and then make my opinion. Yeah. And one of the things what I want to say about about like living old and things like that, that, about when you were saying, God, you know, is that what we've got to look forward to? Losing everybody. Is yeah. that life? Yeah. Now, now, to me, I had this assumption years ago, and it came, came about with my grandchildren and, and my children, which was imaginary friends. Now, basically, like you're on, you know, a, a path of deep thinking, we are the only species on this planet that actually had to be taught how to be that species by given a code, yes. that is sound association code, that when we hear this, we will think of this. And, and before you're a certain age, you are switched on, plugged in. And then you become a human. You either have your traits 
all your conditions what are out there. But ideally, you will be by a certain age. And I, I watch my grandchildren have imaginary friends, mm. and they could see and talk to somebody who wasn't there at a certain age. And then when they became a certain age, that disappeared. They couldn't see or hear yes. that. Yeah. So, basically, before they got switched totally off by the human language that we all run by, they could see... Well, and, well, and well, I know what you mean about social conditioning and stuff, but but, 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 but it could, that could also just be a quirk... Of um, development, there are there are developmental stages in a in a young person's life where at this age you can predict they will do this, at this age they will do that, um, and maybe just the um, getting rid of their imaginary friends, which not everybody does. My boys don't have imaginary friends, not that I'm aware of anyway. No, no. But 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 maybe maybe the, the the getting rid of the imaginary friends is not a, it's not a language thing, it's not a social conditioning thing, it's just an age thing, and it just you know that that the, they need it up until the age of let's say seven. To, to help them solve problems and work out things, and then after seven, they don't need it. Right. But yes. that's one scenario. Yeah. But the other scenario, and that's it's based scenario. on pure logic, which yes. is that we are just a programme based on where... Well, hang on, we hang on a minute, hang on a minute. I mean, you said that, but that isn't based on pure logic. No. You just said, that you no. just said based on pure logic, we're a programme. Well, it, that is, we, that's we, not logic. Well, well, it kind of is in the language what mm. we speak. We can only the seven different languages in the world, but there's seven Sorry. different thousand ha- ways. Hang on a minute. Of mean, hang on, hang on. What do you mean? There's seven different languages in the world. There's seven thousand. I said. You said seven. No, I said seven thousand. You, you, you said you said seven. Okay, so it's a mistake, right? So there's seven thousand languages, right? Right. So there's seven thousand languages and yep. sign language and braille, but that is seven thousand different ways of. Making a noise yes. of the same thing, a cup. Well, no, but it's not though. But it's down. not. And do you know what? This is really interesting because I heard a thing on Radio Four about this years ago, right? right. That there's not that, for example, in um, um, I guess Icelandic or so. I, I'm, I'm not quite sure. But the, 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 the Eskimos. There's the example. The Eskimos have got about seventy different words for snow, right? Um, yeah. Whereas we have, we kind of have snow, we have sleet, we have slush, frost. Well, frost isn't snow. Yeah. So slow, snow, sleet, slush. So we have three. And we can recognise, we can recognise snow, we can recognise sleet, and we c- I can recognise slush. And as far as my perception is concerned, those are the only three types of snow, right? But right. the Eskimos recognise 40 different types of snow. Right. So they see 40 different types of snow where I can only see... Three different types of snow. Yeah, because you've been conditioned from being a child in your in your language, what you've been given, that when you grow up, you will only perceive what you've been taught. Yeah, but you're that, saying that there were 70,000 different ways of saying the same thing, but there's not, well, because each different language allows the user to see something different that is appropriate um, to that culture. Let me, let me ask you a question. Okay. Before... Going back thousands of years when, yes. you know, somebody popped up speaking Icelandic, like you said, yes. and then somebody popped up on the other side of the world speaking Chinese. Yes. When them two met, yes. it's only by chance, like the Rosetta Stone, that yeah. they can, like, um, translate each other's language. Yeah. Yeah? Yeah. But that's yeah. human language. 
you get a, 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 a animal from India and one from Africa, put them together, and they will be able to communicate in right. their Hang on. language. Now you're assuming a load of things, right? First of all, you're right. assuming that, let's say, um, let's say cows, OK? You're assuming yeah. that cows can communicate verbally. We don't, we don't know that, right? I, I never said verbally. Well... I, I didn't say verbally. Well, you said, you said with their that. own language, so one assumes that language well, is a verbal communication. Well, no, no, lang- language isn't, is it? Because sign language isn't verbal. Okay, all right. Well, I made, I made, a, yeah. I made a wrong assumption then. I made a wrong right. assumption, right? But again, you don't have any proof that they're actually communicating verbally or non-verbally, and also they don't have the intricacies of language. If they're not, if it's not language, if it's not linguistics, they don't have the intricacies of that. It, you know, they might just have a little movement, a little nod of the head. So there are less. There are less um, uh, ways for it to be misinterpreted. Well, when I'm saying language, I'm talking about I've got two dogs, and my one of my dogs goes near the other one. They don't have to jump up and snap and style and grab them. They just have to lift the lip up, and that is right. But but uh, then but then we have we have nonverbal communication with other people. If I um, you know, if I go to most places in the world. Um, uh, with obviously with exceptions, if I go to most places in the world and wave yeah. my hand from side to side, the other person will do something similar. Which is which is which means what? That, you, I mean, come on, I, now don't I, be an idiot. You know what you know what a wave means, and they do the same. That that means absolutely nothing because well, I hang on a minute. You just talked saying... about you just talked about two dogs, one moving next to the other. Well, what does that mean? Well, what I'm trying to say no, is... No, but answer the question. Start, start asking questions, answering questions with, with questions. What, do, what, what, what does your dog thing prove? I wasn't... I, I was trying to answer the question. I said... I yes. began my answer by saying... Yes. What I'm trying to say is that humans... No, 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 you're not answering the question. You're, only, Paul, you're not answering the question. Only. The question was, what does, what does your dog story prove? That was the question. My dog story proves that they don't have to jump on each other, or they didn't have to be taught how to be a dog at seven weeks no, old. No, no, but you, you were saying they communicated. Listen, listen, no, 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 how does... No, you're not, though, you're not, though. How does... Well, you're not. How does... Can. Paul, Paul, how does your dog story prove that dogs are communicating with each other? And how does my story about um, two people waving at each other, um, how does that... How does that not prove that uh, people can communicate non-verbally, when we know they can? Well, when I tell my dog, don't do that, he just looks at me like I'm daft. My dog doesn't have to get up, she just raises a lip, and he goes and lays down, or does that, does that. She has to... But how does that prove they're... Co- that that the doesn't ca- prove they're communicating. Well, well why doesn't it? Huh? Well, because it how doesn't... Does that not? Because it doesn't... Does that that's not, not proof. proof. That's not proof. So one dog... One dog does what? Communication. What? No, I'm not talking about verbal. I'm talking about non-verbal. One dog does what? Lifts its lid. Its lip. Right. And shows its teeth. Right. And, and that is saying to the other dog, come and lie down with me. No. It's saying, go away from me, because I don't want you anywhere near me. Utter bollocks. Now, now... Utter now. bollocks. That's, that's not what that means. Are you uh, re- really? Are you saying that's utter bollocks? Yes, I'm saying that is utter bollocks. Wow. Well, I tell you what, then 
If you're saying that... No F-bombs. No F, Paul. No F-bombs. No F-bombs. Go on. Say it again. No F-bombs. Go on. Say it again. But without the F-bomb. I'm saying that if you're so tuned in and plugged in and a deep thinker as you are... Well, you've made that assumption. You've made that assumption, that which could be incorrect. So you're, you, you, I have never called myself a deep thinker. You've made that assumption about me. And just because I have disagreed with you on something, you are now getting quite um, angry, which no, I think is no, fascinating. What, I'm, what, I'm actually, what I'm, actually, I'm actually bemusled by is you're that bemusled. you're disagreeing and saying utter bollocks yes. when you actually purely haven't got no facts. No, no, hang on, you haven't got any facts. You're giving me anecdotal evidence that is meaningless. It is not recognised, and I work with the dog community very closely, it is not recognised that a dog, just, just lifting its lip, is saying to another dog, go away. Whereas it is universally recognised, universally with the exceptions, of course, that someone waving at someone... Um, and the other person that is that is a that is a sign of some form of greeting. That is that is a universal, and yet you've just dismissed that. You've just dismissed that. So no, 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 no. Well, you did. Well, fine. But I'm saying that language is a code. So how did that person learn that they didn't? They didn't need to. They, they didn't need to. It, we we know these things are these things. Language. These things are, 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 are taught as the, as the same way that the um, animal communication is taught. It's passed Fine. down. You see your mum and dad doing it, so you do it. And the same with yeah. the dogs. It's a learnt thing. It's a learnt it's, thing. So a human is a mimic. So take a so is a, so is a dog. Take. So your whole argument, no, 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 your whole argument does it falls because you're saying that dogs are not taught this, but of course they are taught it because they 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 learn it through play, they learn it through mimicking, uh, they learn it through experience. If I do this, it gets this reaction. You've heard of Pavlov, yeah? Dogs can learn through experience. No, you're going off the tangent. No, I'm not. I'm the. Here's the thing. Paul. Here's the thing. I'm the one that is focusing. I am. I am focusing on the Paul. 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 When I speak, when I speak, they can't hear you. When I'm speaking, they can't hear you. I'm not going off on a tangent. I am focusing razor sharp on on the point that you keep moving away from ever so slightly. So focus on it. You've said... If you hear me out, I'll, I'll you've explain said, I've, I've heard you out for 25 minutes. You've Where said... You got it wrong. No, no, no. no I, <laughs> OK, great argument. You've said that dogs don't learn this behaviour. They just know how to be dogs. That's not true. They learn it. Whether it's from dogs, whether it's from humans, a lot of it is through play. That's why we're. That's why puppies like to play because they are, and why we are encouraged to play with puppies. Um, they learn it. it. They copy. They mimic. Let me ask you this. No, no, well, no, 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 don't ask a question with a question. Address the point I've just made. Right. So when you take a dog away at seven weeks old yes. and it comes into a house with no other dogs, yes. does your dog go and sit on the toilet? Does it get up and, and make itself a sandwich? No, it doesn't. It's always a dog. Always. Paul, that is the most old. ridiculous line out of quite a long line of ridiculous but, statements. That is nonsense, what you've just said. You can, you can train a, a dog to use a toilet. Now, a dog is a mimic as well, within its capability. Of course it doesn't go and make a sandwich. It wouldn't be able to open the fridge. 
a dog will always be a dog, no matter if it lives with that, another you, animal. You us, think, you a cat think, or whatever. You think, it will always do its dog you things. You think you dog are saying something very behavior. wise, and you're not. You're saying something very vacuous. So, I'm saying, if a child was brought up by foxes or wolves or whatever, and then you met it in a forest and waved at it, you're telling me it would stand up and wave, because he would universally when was the last? When was the last child you saw that was raised by wolves? Let's put the phone down. <laughs> I knew we'd get there in the end. I knew we'd get there in the end. I enjoyed that, Paul. Thank you for that. That was fun. Uh, let's go to Jerry. Good evening, Jerry. Shoot. Hello? Hello, Ian. Hello, Jerry. Are you on speakerphone? I certainly am. Right. Can you not be? Well, I think it's a load of drivel. Sorry? Lately. What? Where's all the old drivel? What are you talking about? Where's the Barry from Watford and the Divinda and the Graham and the Daisy Donovan and the G-Man and the Betty? And the Yasser, and the Joanne, the Webb, the Weather Girl, and the James O'Brien, and the Nick F, and the Lynn from Forest Gate. Disappointed, Ian. I'm really sorry to have disappointed you, Jerry. Where are they all gone? They're all dead, Jerry. They're dead? Yeah. What, Nick F is dead? Yeah. My God. Yeah. Does everybody know? Everybody knows you're the last person, Jerry, and I was just putting off calling you up and telling you. I, um, I just didn't know how to break it to you. I'm sorry, dude. What about Daisy? All dead, mate. They're all gone. Jesus. It was a horrific crash. Yep, she's gone. Barry? Yep, dead. Not Barry. Yep, Barry. Please, dead. not Barry. Barry's dead, Jerry. Oh, my God. I can't sleep now. Sorry, mate. James O'Brien, what about him? Yep, dead. Lynn. Not Lynn. Lynn was driving the coach. <laughs> don't cry. Don't cry, Jerry. Don't cry. No, I'm not crying. It's, it's tears of despair, Ian. Yeah, well, that's crying. Jesus. Yeah. What can we do? We've just got to move on. We've just got to get on with the future, buddy, and just focus and, 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 and try and do our best without those guys. I'm with you, Ian. Thank you, Jerry. I appreciate that, brother. You take care of yourself, mate. I don't want you I dying either. Do. Oh, I won't do. I'm still alive and kicking. OK, mate. Thank you very much indeed. <sighs> Blimey. Let's go to Keith. Good evening, Keith. Oh, hi, you too. Hope you're all right. Uh, I'm the uh, Cineworld uh, evangelist, evangelist, you know, from a few weeks ago. You know, the Cineworld card. Oh, yeah. And do you know what? I looked into getting a Cineworld card after speaking to Cineworld Linda Evangelista. And um, and I, I filled in the form, and then something, something stopped me clicking the submit button. I thought about it this weekend. Did you? Yeah, because I, I have a lot of days to myself, and maybe I should watch films instead. It turns out, because I, I thought there was a Cineworld in Maidenhead and in Slough, and there wasn't. There's one in Maidenhead, and there's an Odeon in Slough, and I just thought, nah, Yeah, you've yeah. got to... See, I, where I live, I've got three within four, four miles, yeah, five miles, well, you see. And, uh, I, I, well, uh, I was going to... I've been to the cinema tonight and I was... I don't know what to start with. I, I mean, on the back of what 
briefly on the back of the last 25 minutes. I mean, what occurred to me was a film that sort of mirrored the um, the, the, the sort of debate of uh, anarchy and everything breaking down. Yeah. It's a film called The Road, <laughs> one of the most depressing oh, films I've seen God. for a long time. Robert <sighs> Duvall was in it. Oh, that's a bleak film, The Road. Oh, right. Man alive. Right, so I don't really, that's not what I've rung up for, but I think you can break all the points that everyone's spoken about and Catherine and, you know, things breaking down and um, Darwinian theory of the survival of the city, I think I think he's in that, in that. But anyway, but anyway, on the lighter note, I've been, I've been tonight to see The Post, um, Tom Hanks. Oh, uh, that, that doesn't look... I don't like the look of that. I've heard it's a well, little bit dull, that one. Looks very right. worthy. Well, well, uh, um, and, and I, I, I think... I'm, I'm not... I, I saw um, The Darkest Hour since I spoke to you, but... Um, well, I, I went... I thought, well, Spielberg, Tom Hanks. And the first half hour, I, I must admit, I, it, well, it was... I got a bit twitchy, you know. I thought, where's this going at all? Yeah. But... Yes. It is. It is quite informative, and you know, um, I, really, I think I should know more about sort of the history of things. But anyway, in, in, in trying to make it as simply as possible, basically, it's the fact that um, the the the, uh, the New York Times. Somebody broke into the Pentagon pre-Watergate and got all this guff out about why the Vietnam War. When did it actually start? You know, I mean, I you know, I'm 57. I mean, the Vietnam War started, and I started watching that documentary and I yeah, played by Frank When that, did it actually start? I'm going to say it started 63. 63. And what what all this stuff basically was saying? Oh, you're saying no. When did it start? 1955. 55. Oh, right. Well, that's right, interesting. Okay. Yeah, yeah. To 75. Actually, yeah. After the first half hour, and you know, the source that, that <laughs> got in pre-Watergate to. Yeah. to, to was actually saying that basically after four years, you know, the, the, the government knew that it was going nowhere. And it, and, and it said that 20% of the reason why they stayed in was about, um, is it how Chamin, uh, you know, to sort of like oust him. Yeah. Um, or, and then another 10% was to keep, as I said, the commies. I don't know where they're, you know, contextually wise. But 70% of it, the reason that they stayed in, I think, I think up to 1970, I remember, was that it was about not losing face, you know, yeah. the humiliation. Oh, it was a big willy measuring competition, and they couldn't, yeah. they couldn't yeah. pull out yeah. um, because they would have lost face. I think it was ended, like, 73, 74, yeah. something like that. Was it so 75, far? Yeah. 75. Keith, so Keith listen, were, we've, got, we've got 20 seconds. Uh, it, that's in, all right. Quick, so, so no, quickly, say, was it good? Yeah, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it, and it's, right. you know... Good, it was cool. Nice one, Keith. Thank you very much indeed. Right. I appreciate that, mate. Give us a call again with your films. Is this a recorded or is it live? Um, Jamie on Twitter says, I reckon Ian Lee is wrong here. Of course a dog lifting a lip and showing its teeth is, so, is saying go away. It's snarling, isn't it? Now, here's what we didn't get on to. He said it was just lifting its lip. Now, a snarl is a noise. A snarl is a noise. And he, he deliberately... I'm assuming he deliberately... Didn't miss out the noise. Also, some dogs grin. Yeah. What? Yeah. Sorry? Some dogs grin. What the Yeah, heck? you know, like um, chimps do sometimes. It's a yeah. kind of fear thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A, and, they, and some you dogs do that. You a good impression of a chimp then. That's yeah, good. I've got the right teeth. <laughs> um, some dogs do that. Um, I enjoyed that, Paul. I hope, you know, I do, <laughs> I do like it when, when, when 
you know, people argue and then get angry about it. I was enjoying that. I, I suspect he won't be listening again, but, uh, Paul, you're very welcome to call in any time you want. Freddie and Andre, say they're coming to you in a bit. This is Talk Radio. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making it talk. Trachtenberg family slideshow players, and they were a brilliant act, right? And I must have seen them 12 years ago. And it was a family. It was a mum and a dad and uh, their young daughter, who was, uh, like, 10 on the drums. And they would go to... They were American, and they would go to garage sales and yard sales, and they'd buy boxes of slides, and then they'd write songs about the slides. Let, let me just... This, is, uh, this goes on for too long, so I won't play the whole thing, but this, this, is, this is the pop single. This, this is um, Mountain Trip to Japan, 1959, and it's all based on slides they found. Listen to this. This is just stunning. is on YouTube, because it's a great song. But with the um, mountain trip to Japan, um, with with the, the slides, it, it's... Um, oh, it's there. I think you showed me that once. OK. 
Here we go. We're gonna. We're, tell what we're gonna do. Tell what we're gonna do. I'm gonna tweet the link so you can watch it as well. Um, okay, so here we go. Um, we won't play the whole thing. Don't worry. And, and Freddie and, and Andre and Gary stay there. About to play mountain trip to old uh, to Japan brackets 1959 by Tracton. I wonder if there's Tracton. Berg family. No, they're not on Twitter. By um, the Trachtenberg family players. You need the video at the same time. Okay, so I've just tweeted it. Um, I'll play as much of it as I feel I can be bothered to. We will start it in one. Uh, no, hang on, you don't count up, you count down. In three, two, one. Go. the rest at home and it's a it's a cracking song and, and they um they did uh, they 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 you know were kind of quite cool for a while i think they played edinburgh and they they were on some tv shows in the states and they came over here um and i think the daughter now she, i think she well she's got to be 20 um rachel trachtenberg um she's 24 Look, there she is. I met her when she was a kid. I met her when she was 12. And she's a 24-year-old woman, look, and she's got her own band. Good for her. Well, that's my reading um, for, for tomorrow sorted out. I'm going to be finding out what's happened to the Trachtenberg family slideshow players. Good evening, Freddie. Hi, Ian. How are you doing? I'm very well, thank you, mate. What have you got for Hello. us? Long-time listener, first-time caller. Oh, Hello. round of applause every time that gets Hello, said, Kath yes. as well. Hello, oh, Kath. thanks. Hello. 
Yeah. yeah, you're part of the show. I always feel like you're the invisible half of the show. Well, that's, um, <laughs> she's, well, 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 I'm quite visible. Well, only on Periscope. <laughs> that's enough well for anyone. Well done on the uh, jungle, by the way. Thanks. Uh, thank well, not Kat, <laughs> Oh, yes. Um, she was invisible in the jungle. Thank you. Yes, it was um, it Yeah, because now my mum knows who you are. Hey, this is it. Here's the thing. <laughs> Mums know who I am and kids know who I am. Um, I went and saw my... Um, how heavy do you want to get, Freddie? Go on. Do you want to get heavy? I went and saw my psychiatrist today. Because okay. um, ITV are paying for three sessions with my psychiatrist, because it's quite expensive. They put you through it, though, didn't they? Yeah, they, they did put me through it. it. So I'm, I'm with my psychiatrist, because I want to, you know, I want to um, uh, come off my antidepressants at some point, but there was a little minor yeah, yeah. kind of relapse a few weeks ago. So cause stuff's going on. And um, he said to me, he said, how are you doing now? And I said, I, I said the, the jungle is weird, right? And um, uh, and it's it's had a profound effect on me, and to anyone yeah. who's who just saw it as a TV show, you, you know, and I've you won't get it, but it's had a profound. Well, we effect. only get we only get the clips, don't yeah. we? we oh, don't yeah. see the, and yeah. I and I said to Neil, I said to my psychiatrist, I said that the the best way I can describe it, right? And I, uh, don't take drugs, kids. But um, with the, the 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 after I took LSD. The first time. I've only a handful of times. I'm not recommending this to anyone, but this is my truth. Well, After yeah. I took it, right, I, for, for the next year, at least... Hang on. When, when, did you, when did you do the LSD? Oh, 20-odd years ago. Long time oh, ago. in the jungle, Oh, then. God, no. But, um, but, 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 you know, people... A lot of tribes consider hallucinogenics to be rites of passage. Anyway, so oh, yeah, uh, yeah. for the next year, at least, after I took the LSD... Mm-hmm. I saw everything differently. I saw everything differently. I perceived well, I, everything I'll, I'll, I'll differently. Tell you, Ian, Ian yes. I did LSD. I did LSD once yeah. when I was like seventeen years old. Yeah, and I woke up in the same place, the same house, everything. But everything looked different. It was it was so odd. Like every, this I recognised everything. I recognised everything about it. But it yeah. just felt like a different place. It, it really does shift your perception of everything it's 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 the strangest thing and i'm not recommending people do this this is just my no, story no, no. right um and it shifts your perce- perception of everything and i genuinely believe that that perception shift has has stayed with me uh, uh, through my life okay and, and that, that my humor and my performance style yeah. some of it can be some of it can be traced back to that right um but it was a profound experience, and many people cite it as a religious experience. It certainly wasn't religious for me, but it's profound. And I said to my psychiatrist, I said, that's the closest, dis- the, 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 the only comparison I've got is when I took LSD. It, it, the, the profundity of it is similar to how profound the experience has been since leaving the jungle. It has shifted well, my perception on everything. Yeah. Well, have you, have you heard about them treating depression with microdosing? Ma- magic mushrooms, mid magic mushrooms. Yeah, yeah I have. Yeah, the psilocybin mushroom. As uh, and, yeah. and, and, and I was watching a documentary on yeah. Vice. I don't know if you know Vice. There's a documentary about a toad <coughs> that has uh, the same. I, don't, I can't remember the chemical, but it has the same hallucinogenic yep. in it. Yep. And um, yeah, people have been taking like milking these toads. It's really weird. No, I'm milking. Imagine milking a toad. I remember one of my best <laughs> phone-ins I ever did was um, was a throwaway line that went to three hours of radio. Can you milk a cat? The answer is yes. <laughs> of course, you can. Um, but um, but yeah, uh, and and there is, and it's it, they've done scientific proper scientific studies that for some people taking um, a, a controlled dose of magic mushrooms can um, can yeah. help. 
it's it kind of they call it like a reboot or a reset for the brain. And it, well, I work in a, I work in a medical profession, but oh, yeah. I could never I could never suggest that. You know what I mean? No. If I got a patient and said, "Why don't you try LSD?" I, <laughs> I could never. No, exactly. And and and, and I'm, <laughs> there are um, was it. Um, was it R.D. Lang? I think it was R.D. Lang. Oh, yeah. the, the politics of experience and yeah. the bird of paradise. He was, um, I don't know what he was, a, a, a doctor. He, he was, was a psychiatrist. He was a psychiatrist. And he, and he, and he, and he encouraged gave... patients to take uh, small doses. Yeah. This, yeah. this he, gave, he gave severely unstable, mentally ill people in asylums. Oh, the American guy. It was similar. What's he called now? The American guy that's like the tune-in turn-in. Oh, well, they, no, Timothy, Le- Timothy Leary was an old head. British Timothy Leary, wasn't he? Yeah, well, Timothy Leary was an old, was an old head and a hippie, but Ardie Lang was a doctor, and, he, and he, yeah. he, he was in mental institutions, and he would give really severely mentally ill people, you know, schizophrenic yeah. and, and all of this, um, LSD. <laughs> and surprisingly, Ooh. it didn't work. I've got a saying on a different topic. Yes. Um, for a talk radio show, you play some brilliant music. <laughs> I know, don't we? And they sacked like, me from Virgin. The littlest, the littlest hobo theme is like yeah. my ringtone now. Oh, good for you. I, I know, I play, I do, I play the I best collect, music. I, I collect obscure records. I collect, um, you know, Moog synthesizer records. Cause um, when the Moog whoa, 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 whoa. Just, 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 just back up a little bit. On, Just back, but, but back up a little bit, right? <laughs> okay. W- what did you call it? The Moog synthesizer. Thank you very much yeah, indeed. He knows. He knows. Thank you very much indeed. Because I, I, the, Moog, I, yeah, well, the Moog, the Moog synthesizer. Hang on a second. We have to. We just is Robert Moog himself talking. M-O-O-G. Hang on. It's originally a Dutch name. This goes back, you know, a thousand years or so. Uh, and in, in Holland, you would pronounce it Moch. Now that's a little bit too much. Yeah. yeah to expect people to do it here. Uh, in Germany, uh, it's a fairly common name, and there it's pronounced Moog. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you very much. It, Robert Moog telling you yeah, how to pronounce you know, Moog. Yeah, so I collect these um, obscure records. When the Moog came out, they made these well, demonstrations. Well, yeah, what are you doing, Freddie? Moog! Thank Moog, you! Moog. When when the Moog came out, they made these demonstration records, so they were like mm. Beatles songs, but on the Moog. Yeah. Jesus, this guy's sailing close to the wind, isn't he? They were very good, though. Very good. Um, uh, um, well, here you go. This, this is... Hang on, here we go. This is the Moog Plays the Beatles. There goes the Moog Playing the Beatles. Oh, there... There it is. <laughs> anyway, that's, that's the music for the rest of the show. Thank you for that. Um, was there anything else, Freddie? Yeah, I've got to say, it was my girlfriend that got me into listening to this show. Beautiful. Because uh, she lives in London and I live in Manchester. Yeah. And uh, I said to her one night, what are you listening to? What are you doing? So I'm listening to Ian Lee. So she listens in London, I listen in Manchester. Ah. So we have this in common now. What's her name? <laughs> Catherine. Catherine. Good name. Dump him. You can do better than him. He collects weird <laughs> records. You don't need that in your life. Find a Londoner. Thank you, Freddie. Bye. Cheers, mate. Ta-ta. <laughs> We're playing this all night. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. Andre, you'll be next. This is Talk Radio. Late night conversation. Wealth losing sleep over. The late night alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk.
Wow. Talking about a little bit too psychedelic. How have I? How have I never heard? Oh, sorry, I can buy it on um, iTunes. No, won't let me. Moog. Hang on. I feel like Barbarella. Yeah. As long as your clothes don't start floating off. Here yeah. we go. Here we go. Moog plays the Beatles. Guys, it's only three ninety nine. Buy, buy, buy. Bought. Oh wow. Um. There was problems. To, oh, hang, hang on a minute. Hang on a minute. Well, it's, 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 it's not letting me buy it, so, uh, well, OK. Um, let's go to Andre. Good evening, Andre. Hi, Anne. Hi, Kath. Hi, Andre. Oh, a bit more talking there. And uh, what are you, Ian? Are you going to say anything to me tonight? Yeah, yeah I said hello, Andre. Right, uh, oh, I've just been levitating around the house for the last three calls now, waiting to get on the show. Right, OK. Levitating, you say? Yeah. We used to have a caller. Uh, absolute. A guy yeah. called Rob from Ponder's End, mm. who genuinely Le- believed levitate? he could he could levitate, okay. and um, he once drew he he once was in a prison cell drawing sex, and oh, no, a fly no, 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 no. didn't the, do you remember a fly appeared from another dimension? Yeah, that's a film, isn't it? Sorry, it's a fly. it is a, a it is a film, but a, a lot of the words I've said are, are, are films. Uh, uh, cell the cell is a film, uh, probably a film called yeah. Prison. <coughs> so, mm-hmm. lots of words I've said of films. Yes, that is correct. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Right. Yeah. That, that's right, uh, oh, oh, before let me just get word here. No, if I can, yes. don't mind. <laughs> I don't but, mind, Andre. Not at all. <clears throat> now you probably, oh, you've been in Ireland. That did you hear about the undertones? Did you hear any of their songs when you was there? Um, not when I was there. No, just because we were in Ireland doesn't mean we checked out all of the Irish bands. Now, would you like to, like to listen to one of my favourites from the Undertones? Will it be you singing? Yes. Away you go, buddy. Turn these microphones well, off. This is just, Andre. Just turn me stereo off. I've got my lappy on. Just get, let's get it rock and rolling. Can you hear that? I've got a cousin called Kevin. Be sure to go to heaven. Always spot this clean and neat. As as you can get them. The furry-speaking jacket. A Marseille Costa packet. You won't, won't even let me explain. Me and Kevin were just not the same. Oh, my perfect cousin. What I like to do, he doesn't. With his fame, his pride and joy, his mother's little golden boy. We in economics, mastics and bionics. He thinks that I'm a savage, because I hate university challenge. Even at the age of ten, I thought he was a smart boy then. 
He always beat me at the video because he flicked the check and I didn't know. Oh, my perfect cousin. That's do he doesn't. He's his family's pride and joy. He's mother's little golden boy. Thanks so much for that. Um, you'll be pleased to hear I now own um, this. Okay, well, let's let's play the song. It's one of the Beatles' most famous songs. Um, what is it? Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. Kath, you can have a guess. This is one of the Beatles' most famous songs played on the Moog. What is it? What is that song? Oh three four four. Four nine nine one thousand is the telephone number. One of the Beatles' most famous songs. Let's hear it again. There we go. It's, um, that's it. Any ideas? Um, is it Hey Judith? It's not Hey Judith. I'm afraid not. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand for the first time this evening. The switchboard is bare. Old Mother Hubbard went to the cupboard to um, get her poor dog a bone. Um, you shouldn't really be keeping bones in cupboards. That's 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 not hygienic. Um, <coughs> it's bloody cough. Oh dear. Bloody cough. Buggering cough. Um, are we waiting? Well, um... there we go. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand is the telephone number if you want to give us a call. Oh, there's a film coming out which has got Colin Firth in. But I'm, I'm quite looking forward to it, despite that. I quite like Colin Firth. Oh, you'll like this, Em. It's a film about our old mate, uh, Donald Crowhurst. Ah! Yeah! They've made two, haven't they? What they made you? that one, the like expensive you? one. Yeah. And I believe... No. ..a friend of ours was working on one that was less expensive. Who? What friend of ours? Your mate Simon. Oh, was he? Yeah. Oh. For, for, this is it's such a fascinating story. We talk about Crowhurst more than perhaps is good for our health. For seven months and two days, the four young children of amateur sailor Donald Crowhurst awaited the return of their father from the high seas. Seven months and two days. The Devon inventor made headlines, breaking speed records as he piloted his plywood boat in a round... I think this is the theme tune to the movie, actually. In a uh, plywood boat in a round-the-world race using self-designed navigational aids. He seemed set to win a £5,000 prize, worth £85,000 today, for posting the fastest solo time, plus, plus global, global... Why can't why am I missing the L's out? Plus global publicity for his gadgets. But for the final month, there was radio silence from his leaky vessel, the Tainmouth Electron. Tainmouth? Tynemouth. Tynemouth. I thought it was Tynemouth. T-E-I-G-N. Tinmouth. I think it was Tinmouth. Oh yeah, fine, fine. Let's go with it. Let's go with it. I'm not fussy. If we, if you know we're wrong, tell us. Yeah. It was found adrift in the South Atlantic on July the 10th, 1969, with nobody aboard. Donald's logbooks revealed he had lied about his position in the race before apparently taking his own life. A new film called The Mercy, starring Colin Firth as the sailor and Rachel Weisz. Yes. As his, um, I I like it when you pronounce W's as V's. I like it. I think it's a fun thing to do. I like say. I think I've in the past I've had to mention um, Volkswagen cars in a voiceover. And when you're doing it in a voiceover, you have to say Volkswagen. 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 
And, and I, I love it. It feels so deliciously mischievous. The Germans have got such a cool grasp on the language. But you took the mickey out of me because the way I say Gestapo. You say Gestapo instead yeah. of G- Gestapo. Mm. Gestapo. I'm, I'm Sean Connery and I'm in the Gestapo. Um, a new film starring these people uh, explores what drove Donald to such desperation. Donald's family and the actor who plays him believe he never intended to trick his way to the prize <coughs> and just wanted to um, avoid financial ruin. Colin Firth, talking about the consequences of Donald calling off the race, said, I don't, I don't think I've ever heard Colin Firth speaking. Never, I've never seen a film he's in. Never seen Bridget Jones. Of course, I've not seen Bridget Jones. I'm a 44 year old heterosexual male um, uh, who's managed to avoid crap like that. I was thinking, pursuit of female. You might have seen. I was probably Bridget married Jones. when it came out. Ah. I might have to watch it now. Um, Donna, uh, 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 okay, we are in no position to judge, as I imagine he speaks. The conditions of stopping were so brutal. That was the kind of pressure. The solitude and everything you're up against. I don't think anyone could possibly understand. Anyway, it's a good story, that. Read a book on it. Go and see the film. And um... It's a terribly sad story. Oh, it's heartbreaking. There's a great documentary. It'd probably be on the BBC iPlayer, a Radio 4 documentary about him. and Because he recorded everything. He was, he was on the boat. And not only did he record with his hand, um, he also um, made tape recordings and film. He made film mm-hmm. as well, I think, didn't he? Shot film. Yeah, there's a documentary called Deep Water. Yeah. It's great. Yeah, yeah, it's good. It's a good one. That's uh, a good one. Uh, we, don't forget, we are asking you, what is this? It's one of the Beatles' most famous songs played on the Moog. <laughs> oh, three four 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 nine nine one thousand. I'm Ian Lee. This is Talk Radio. The radio show for people who know the best part of the day is the night. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We'll get you talking. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand is the telephone number if you want to give us a call. Best three pounds ninety nine I've ever spent. Everything is played on the Moog. There's no real instruments. Listen, listen to it. The, the, the bass, the sound of the wind, everything is played on the Moog. Listen. Everything. Very um, 1960s soft porn. Yeah, isn't it? Um, I'm trying to see if I can find out anything about um, the album. But, uh, hang on. No, no. Here we go. The, the guy's playing this. Marty Gold, December the 26th, 1915, January to January the 14th, 2011. Nearly 100, look at that. Was a composer... Yeah, this is him. Listen to this. Was a composer, penis, and band leader born in New York City. He was the penis and arranger for the Corn Cobblers, a popular 1940s novelty group billed as America's most nonsensical dance band. 
but he was probably best known as the composer of the song Tell Me Why, which was a hit for the Four Aces in 1951. Mr Gold also arranged, conducted and recorded for RCA Victor light orchestral mood music uh, pieces, utilising fully the possibilities of the newly developed stereophonic sound, with whole sections of violins drifting between right and left speakers. He produced Peter Nero's first two albums for RCA and also conducted the accompanying orchestra. Guy Gold died in Agora Hills, California, at the age of 95. Wowzers. Don't mention this album in there. That's, um, that's disappointing. Um, to his, uh, he survived by his wife. I mean, this is a victory. He survived by his wife, Helen. What? He is survived by his wife, Helen, brackets Jackie. OK. What does that mean? It means that her... Maybe she's known as... Maybe she's known as Jackie, but her name is Helen, or vice versa. What the heck? My dad's best mate, Trevor, his real name's Michael. Uh, really? Mm-hmm. Wowzers. Um... Apparently it happens a lot with Catholic <laughs> families because you get a saint's right. name and then you right. okay. choose a cooler middle name. OK. His brother, Arthur, his daughters, Bonnie, Wendy and Laurie, his sons, Daniel and Michael, nine grandchildren and six great-grandchildren. Wow. Wowzers. Well, Marty, we're, we're saluting you. Is, this, is that good? See, that guitar sounds like a guitar. I tell you what. I tell you what's happened. This is this, and, and some people get this because we. I tell you what exactly what's going on here. It's because I've, I've talked quite a lot today about LSD. Um, this is this is what would what the heads would call a flashback. This is what they would call a flashback, where you you find yourself really analysing. Sounds like it's. Uh... That's, well, that's what's going on there, so we'll snap out of that as quickly as we can. Right, 0344-499-1000. Call straight to air for the last 25 minutes, dear listener. Um, we've, we, we, we said we'd have 60 uh, questions for you by the end of the show, and God damn it, um, we're, we're, we're 54 off. Uh, your favourite sandwich filling? Who's your favourite grandparent and why? Who would be your favourite black bond? Uh, your favourite piece of clothing, but then you have to hang up? I don't remember why. Should we bring back the death penalty and what would be your favourite way of killing nonces and why not? And what was your favourite time? 03444991000. We are also asking, what is this? It's one of the Beatles' most famous songs played on the Moog. It's the opening track on the album, guys. It is the opening track on the album. So it's, it's one of their most famous. Hang on. Here we go. <laughs> Listen to this. Guys, this album, Marty Gold, Moog Plays the Beatles. It's three ninety nine, right? You can afford four quid. Everybody go out and buy it. And th- then there'll be... <laughs> the Moog children... Not the Moog children. The Gold children. I'm sure the wife and the brother are no longer with us. Maybe they are. But they'll get a phone call tomorrow afternoon going, Guys, um, I don't know what's going on, but um, you know Marty's uh, Moog album? No. He, yeah, he did Moog, um, plays the Beatles. Um... There's been a huge spike of it in the UK. It's just sold 500 copies. Um, 
I, I don't know what's going on, guys. I don't think this is a prank. I think this is... It's just sold 500 copies. Well, I'm imagining there's a load of mums tomorrow morning driving their kids to school while playing this. Yeah, we go. This is this is what it's all about, guys. This is what it's all about. 0344 499 1000. Um, call straight to air and whatever else uh, you fancy. Um, no, that's boring. Um... Oh, what was this? What was this? Um, oh, here we go. You know, we talked about Greg's. We're doing. Um, you could you can go and book a table at Greg's. Some Greg's, not all of them, for Valentine's Day, and you get like a mi- four course meal. But mostly beige. Very beige. And with, booze. With and booze. Was it like twelve fifty or yeah, something? It was cheap. If you're doing that, let us know, man, because that is incredible. Poundland are getting in on it. Um, pa- uh, Poundland, love it. Valentine's feast for just two pounds fifty. So Poundland isn't isn't pound anymore, is it? It's not pound anymore. Well, how much is it? How much they charge you for this feast? Okay, two, two pounds fifty. 50 yeah. I'd suggest not there. <clears throat> Loved up couples can enjoy a Valentine's meal for two pounds fifty ahead from Poundland. The big uh, ahead, so it's a fiver. Okay, well, it depends. Maybe, maybe you're in a modern. Maybe you're um, a Mormon. Are they? Is it the Mormons? Some Mormons. Oh, okay. Um. You might be polyamorous. I met a Mormon when I was in um, LA once. We we're filming, and um, we like Vox popped her, and then she. Um, then we started talking to her. She was. She was. She looked. She looked normal. Mm. Um, but she was um, in a one of them. Was she? Yeah, polyamorous Mormon marriage. I just thought, wouldn't, wouldn't did someone say polyamorous? Sorry, I said, did, did someone say polyamorous? Hello. Oh Christ! Um, well, first of all, the song you were after was back in the USSR. Ding. And secondly, I've lost my hamster. Hello? Hello? Who's what that? What is your why? What is your why? Sorry? What is your why? You sound like a you freak. Lost I've lost my hamster. I found one. My cat Ken's got it. No, 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 no. You sound southern. He come to travel that far. I'm not a dumb cop. No, I'm, I'm in Rochdale. Can't you tell by my accent? Who are you? Hi. Hi, is this Ian? Yeah. What is your why? Hi, this is Nikki. This is oh, Nikki, Nikki and Jerry from wife? California. I've been to California. Hello? Yeah, we're from California. We're from California. Can California. you hear me? Yes. Can hear oh, you. Can you hear me? Yeah. We were calling um, like? we, we, <laughs> we were calling because um I we listen to you all the time. My best friend listens oh. to you all the time. And That's we were it. um we were reading your your article on depression and so that caught our eye and we were we just loved what you said. 
Oh, I can't yeah, do it. I can't. I can't be mean. That was you were talking to a court. I felt bad then. I felt that's the that's the only time I've I've ever um, felt um, that I'm getting old. I had a sudden outbreak the, of conscience. I had a conscience and I popped out. Who? Yeah, hello, caller. Who is this? This is Nikki. Mickey or Mickey with Mickey, an M. Nikki's. Nikki with an N as in Nancy. Nikki with an N. Hey, Nikki from California. How's things going, man? Good, how are you? Yeah, I'm all right, thank you very much. What the heck are you doing listening to this rubbish in California? Oh, we don't think it's rubbish. We don't think it's rubbish at all. You're we incorrect. just, we love listening to you. How we did, love listening to you, so... How did you find this, though? Because that takes some effort to find this, Nikki. Um, my my best friend, Jerry, she found you on Periscope, is oh. that... Or something. She found you, and she found you, and so we started listening... Hey, nice one. And we just like you a lot. Thank you. We very, love you. Thank, we just love you. Whoa, guys, I'm coming. We're going to California, Catherine. We're going to do the show from Nikki's apartment. Have you got a nice, a nice house, nice apartment, Nikki? Um, I've got a nice house, I guess. Great. We're going to come and do the <laughs> no, show. No, then. no apartment. I'm sorry. We get, we, Catherine and I will be over next week, and we'll do the radio show from your house. Oh, you will. Yeah, come over. All right, we're there, we're there. This is this was easier than I expected. Fine. You can stay at our house, no problem, no problem. I've got to ask a question. You're not swingers, are you? No, we're not swingers. That's a shame. <laughs> maybe oh, we'll, well, find, maybe next we'll, time. we'll find a hotel then. Anyway. We could be, though. We could be if yeah. you wanted us to. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> what did you call it? You met, you met, I heard you mentioning that uh, you, you read my blog about me being, um, you know, nuts and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Well, we all are. Yeah. In our own special way, I think. I think but we um are. Yeah, we're all special in that way. Yeah. But um we um I also read um the article about your mom. How's she doing? How's your mom? My mom is, is she okay? my, she's okay. I saw my mom. If it was the article about me doing that silly program to pay for the care home, that wasn't true. I don't know where that came from. I kind of know where it came from, actually. <gasps> but that's not true. Oh, but she yeah, is. But, like... no, but she is in a care home, um, and she has spent. She has spent all of her savings and sold her house to pay for it, and now she's got no money, and the council pay most of it, and she pays some of it from her pension. Um, but she's fine. I saw my mom on Saturday. I took her out and. We did some filming for a TV show over here, and um, she loved it. So she is she is absolutely well, and you know is she is delightful. Oh, good. Oh, good. Oh, good. Right. We were worried about her. Yeah, I was, I was sad. I was really sad when I. She's had a you know she's had a r- bad run of luck in her life. She's not had good luck at all, and um, she's not even that old. She's 67, oh, 67, and she's been in that care home for probably about twelve years. Um, so you know she's she's oh had a bad run God, of luck, but so she's young. she's she's safe in there, and that's the key thing. And my sister, um, my sister came moved back, I guess, to the UK today, yesterday, today, after being in New Zealand for two and a half years. So my mum will get to see my sister soon, and that will make her year. Very, 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 very good. Very good. Very good. Very. That's good. good. Very, very good. Yeah. So are you guys gonna come out here to California and? Dude, dude, this is we, we, we're going to come and hang ten. Um, it's it's going <laughs> to yeah. be gnarly. It's going to be rad. And you know what? It's going to be bitching. Oh wow! Whereabouts in <laughs> California are you? Whereabouts? Um, we are in okay Anaheim. 
You know where Anaheim is at? Yeah, Anaheim I, by I, Disneyland? Yeah, I do know Anaheim. Anaheim is famous. Of course I know Anaheim. That's like one of the best places in America. You would think. I, I don't know. <laughs> well, that's the thing. That when, you know, no, one thinks, no one thinks when I lived in London, I hated London. And people go, yeah, but it's London. Go, ah, it sucks. Um, well, yeah, do, I know. Do you, you know what? there. <laughs> We we are going to we 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 came to the states last year. We came to New York, and we are at some point this year going to go somewhere. But it might be Florida, San Francisco was an option for a while. But now we can add Anaheim to the list. We can we can make that work. Yes. Okay, but don't hold I your breath. I think you should. <laughs> hey, Nikki, oh, listen. Thank you so much for listening. Spread spread the word in uh, Anaheim. Get us more listeners in California. Yes, I will. I right. will. I will. Nice I one. Will. Thanks for calling. Oh, my, my VFF. I'm sorry, my VFF wants to say hi real quick. Oh, yeah, go, of course. Go, 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 go. Okay. Hi, Ian. Hey. Who's... Hi, Kev. Hi. Who's this? That's Jerry, right? This is, this is Jerry. Hey, Jerry, how's it going? I'm the one that discovered you guys. Jerry, you're my favourite out of Jerry and Nikki. Definitely. You're my favourite. I mean, it's a close thing. So how did you... You just found us on... You were just, like, scrolling through Periscope, were you? Well, actually, you know what? I discovered you a long... Well, a while back, because I follow um, uh, Dr. Hook... And you know, we had Dennis. an interview with him. Yeah. You know what? I, I, we, oh, my gosh. I grew up with Dr. Hook, but I was too young to go to his concerts. So um, then I found out that he was on Twitter. And so I was like, oh, wow. Yeah. And I heard one time you had an interview with him. And so I go, oh, my God. And you mentioned something about, um, I don't know what how about depression or something. I, yeah. I'm a long-time struggler for, with with depression yeah and i'm like old school depression and i was the i'm the one like my depression is like i didn't say anything to anybody for the longest time yeah. and so when you when i hear you say like when you talk about depression it's like it's like a new world to me because i had to keep it silent you know because if you say something back in the day if you say something to somebody they just want to throw you in a mental hospital <laughs> oh yeah yeah, yeah. Give, give me a bit yeah. of lithium throw you in a mental hospital and you were weak as well it was a sign of weakness um, but yeah, but you you yes. feel more com- more comfortable and confident talking about it now, do you? I do because of people like you. Because for the longest time, I couldn't say anything, and it's just it's so hard. Because like like when um, my family, they don't really like they say yeah 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 okay, yeah. but they really don't understand. Like when I uh, with my husband, when I married my husband, um, he didn't know that I had. I didn't tell my I struggled with depression, yeah. and so for the longest time he didn't understand like i would go in the garage and cry and then he would and wow. i would I would always keep it hidden and i would do things and he would come home and like i didn't cook dinner i didn't clean the house and he kind of like would wonder why he thought maybe i was just lazy or something yeah yeah but then so you know as years went on he would see that i would you know like continue crying and and i didn't want to go and i i went to the doctors and i you know did all kinds of stuff and then they didn't have like they have now where they have like you mentioned like meditation or a psychiatrist. Like we, they didn't have that back then. When you know, uh, back then, with, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. So you had to you had to kind of keep it to yourself. And so after a while, it's like you know when you say something, people get tired of you keep on saying you have depression. So they were like, well, do something about it. But it's not that easy. No, it isn't that easy. And um, people do get bored of you going on about it from time to time. Um, but I think the people that really care. Um, don't get bored about. How are you doing now? Where are you now? How are things now? 
Well, I'm, I'm, I, the, I used to take medication, but, you know, I didn't feel any different. I didn't feel any better. Um, I still go through the, like, you know, like I read your article about, you said, um, it was an article on your website, and you said something about laying in bed all day yeah. or being in bed all day. Yeah. And I would have to force myself to, like, go to the store, and I'd have to get out of the bed and just, you know, I would have to, like, like, like not say anything, just get out of bed, struggle to to go to the store, and then when I get back to the store, jump back into bed and just, you know, and just but, lay there. But that would count as a massive, that. that would count as a huge victory. Uh, what, to go to the store? Go, yeah, getting out and being able to get out and go to the store for me would just count, like, right, that's a huge victory. Now I can go back to bed for, for, the, re- for the next 24 hours or something. Well, it, it, well, the thing is, I, 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 like, I was getting forced to go because if I didn't go to the store, we right. wouldn't eat. Uh, okay. So it was just like... You know, so it's a very, you know what, I don't wish that on anybody. Depression's a very, very bad thing. I mean, it's just, you know, there's times where I would see, like, uh, anything, a bottle of aspirin. I'm thinking, God, you know, I want to just take that that bottle, whole bottle of aspirin and drink some alcohol and just, just lay down and, you know, but, and it's funny because, like, sometimes I I would be like, well, I want to just, just end it, but then. You don't. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you don't. Like, you, you have thoughts of it, but you don't. You know, it's just, it's a very, I mean, like I said, I feel so sorry for anybody that has that because it's not that simple. It's not that easy to get rid of because you can take all kinds of medication. You can go to the doctors. You can go to a psychiatrist, but you still, it doesn't cure you. No. No, exactly. You, there's a, it can it can help give you a little kickstart, or you, you, you kind of maybe gently nudge you in the right direction. But you, there's there's a lot of work um, that has to be done. Hey, listen, I'm so pleased. We haven't called you back. This must be costing them a fortune. I'm so pleased that you you found us and you've called us. You'll call again, won't you? I will. You know what? It took me a long time to call you because I was ner- I'm nervous right now. Yeah, of course. And, um, and I and I've been listening to you a long time because I listened to you when you used to have that um, uh, that program that you devoted for like for depression. It was like a while back. Oh yeah, yeah. So um, yeah, and um, and I get like when I well actually when I listen to your your show for like the three hours, it's my my what do you call it? Um, it gets me away for the three hours. <laughs> hey, nice one, man. Well, that's what we're trying to do. That's what we're trying to do is be silly, and and the world needs more silly. So. We'll have plenty yes. of that. And I'm glad yes. that we can help in a tiny way. Oh, thank you. Thank you so much. And thank you for you being there for like people like me. Oh, hey, listen, th- it, it, honestly, I, can sp- I know I can speak on Kath's behalf as well. For us, it's such a thrill knowing that there are people listening to us in California. Yeah, and that it does something for you. Isn't you know? that insane? Yeah. It's so, and so you, you two phoning in is absolutely wonderful. Thank you so much. Oh, you're welcome, and thank you. Take care. We'll speak again soon. Thanks a lot. You guys take care. Have a great night. Thank you. Bye-bye. They're listening to us in California. I know. It's it's daytime. They have a choice. They have a choice. And it's having, you know, I don't want to big up our part too much, it's having an impact on their lives. Yeah. Oh, well, I don't know if they're watching on Periscope, but hello, both of you. That was wonderful. Call in. We didn't call them back because I was taking calls straight to air. Hello, line one. Nope, you're too slow. Right. No one's guessed this. So this is um, the Beatles, one of the most famous Beatles songs played on the Moog. Here we go. 
What's it going to be? Spookies, all the spookiest songs. Down in the socks and the shacks that he wore by the door. Who is it for? All the bloody beetles. Where do they all come from? All the bloody beetles. Where do. Oh, there we go. I couldn't reach that. Careful now. Couldn't reach come that. on. Couldn't reach that. That's the old. Um... You know, Spooky Lou is taking complete credit for your bad voice. So, Oh, the um, the witch. The white witch. That was weeks ago she did a She hex. said eventually one of us will get a sore throat and it'll be well, down to her. But if we'd have got one in, in 2032, she'd have gone, yeah, yeah, that was me. Dude, you know we've got a dumb button and you're a knob. <laughs> I don't think that went out. It went out on Periscope. Apologies to the people watching on Periscope. We don't like language like that. Apologies if it did slip out, but I don't think it did. We hate language like that. But I tell you what offended me more about that phone call. Speakerphone. He was on speakerphone. If you're going to phone up and swear at me, dude, don't do it on speakerphone. Have the have the balls to hold it in your hand. Who's the idiot? Yeah, exactly. Who's the who's the effing idiot? Yeah, <laughs> it really upsets me when the, that's the best prank call someone could do. He was the idiot I went to earlier, and he was he was too slow. Uh, on the phone. He was taking his run up. He was he was taking um, a run up, and um, it was having on it. I tell you who. Um, I tell you who I googled today. I didn't Google. I Amazoned, and I thought because I heard a song in the car, and I thought, you know what? I like this person, and so my obsessive. Thing is, um, if I hear a song that I like, I, I then go and buy their entire back catalogue. And then I thought, I wonder if this person's got a best of, and she did. And it was Pink. Right? I, I yeah. Like, I like Pink. I do. But the, but the, but then the best of only only went up to 2010, and um, I thought, no, I'm not. I'm not gonna. Do you want to take that call, Sam, and see? Because um, I think it might be our friends again. Um. Flu-ridden pink. I like pink a lot. Hello, Paul Ross. Come in. What's this? Ooh. That's not pink. What's well, it got? is pink, but it's not... Uh, go, uh, go. Sam? 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 Can we have that on? And if it's a withheld number, can you call it back, please? Thank you. And sorry to bust in. I saw oh, pink a few years ago, many years ago. Yes. It's um, down at... Is this on the... Oh, it's the right way around, is it? Yes. Yeah. Uh, at the yeah. Bristol Academy. Took my two oldest daughters. Yeah. And it was me, a load of other divorced dads, prepubescent girls, and lots of gay women. And that was the audience. And uh, the dads... Brixton we're, Academy, yeah, that's Brixton a small Ac- venue Yeah, and it was very early on. I right. think it was one of those showcase gigs. Yeah. And she was fantastic on it. Yeah. But I may be invading your territory today. No. I was up at my mother's, Hitchin in Hertfordshire. I bought this in the charity shop. What is this? I what can't translate this? it. The track, it's a Japanese late 50s rock and roll female star. I'm going to play a track from it. It's oh, absolutely mate. belted. Grace Chang. But I, cannot, but I cannot translate any of the titles. It's a fantastic... And it was 99 pence in Hitchin Dogs Trust charity shop. That's Grace Chang. Well... 
That that writing is Chinese. Is, is it Chinese? Chinese? That writing well, is. Two chi- of my daughters read Mandarin, so I can get the translation. Well, from yeah, me. that writing is Chinese. I know the Japanese use Chinese writing, but, but I don't so see any Japanese letters on it. Except that it sounds oh, it mate. sounds like a Japanese. It sounds like the guy recorded Sukiyaki. Oh sounds, mate, yeah. this is treasure. <laughs> well, I'm going to play a track and then I'll leave it for you for tomorrow night. Uh, my, I love my, my favourite thing. I've been, I, I loved I love Japan, and I nearly moved there, and, and then life got in the way. And well, I did you just stood out of the crowd. Oh, I, I know exactly. <laughs> you can just tower over everyone. But they've they've got a tower records. In Japan, still in Tokyo. Wow. And um, my favourite thing, the first night, every time I go there, I just walk in there and I go, and I just look for covers. I look for, for CD covers and go, right, that one looks interesting, that one looks alright, this looks... And uh, about 50% of them are rubbish, about 20% are alright, and about 30% are spot, spot yeah. on. I've become my favourite band. There's a brilliant Japanese band called Box... And they sound like they sound like they're basically they're a nineties band and they rip off the Beatles and they rip them off so well. <laughs> oh, they're really good. It's so good, like Box. Big Star or somebody. Yeah, kind of. The Temptation Girl by Box is just one of the most <laughs> uplifting Beatles songs that they never recorded. It's a joy. We've got time for um, take this quick call. Hello, Sam. You, you stay there, Paul. You can go and get ready. You stay wherever you want. Anything's possible. Anything's true. Anything's real. Anything is anything. Be what you want to be. Be yourself. Be what you want to be, but ultimately be yourself. Oh, this is um, be true to yourself and yeah. be real. Yeah, be have integrity. Yeah, have honesty. Yeah, this is why the words. core of yourself. Know that you are you, and those that aren't you aren't you. Yeah, and all you can be is you. Yeah, but if you want to be something better and something something else, yes. then be that something else. But be you ultimately, as you're being someone else. Be someone else. But be you, knowing that you are you, inside okay. of you, yep. having changed into something or someone else. Thank you very much. The wise words of um, Steve Cumberland there. Combo. Come like Eddie and the Hot Rods, do anything you want to do. <laughs> do anything you want to... <laughs> Paul, um, we haven't got time. We, we, you, you, we just leave us hanging. He will be here in a few minutes. This is uh, Top Radio. Thank you very much, Tata.